Welcome to episode 32 of the Varangian Heresy podcast. Yes, I sound mildly, mildly surprised because I remembered to check the number just before I said it. <laughs> so, uh, seamless editing and, and everything will make me sound totally professional. Uh, my name's Jody. I'm your host as always. And with me, uh, keeping me on the straight and narrow or corrupting me down the path of evil, take your pick, are my two wonderful co-hosts. And starting, as always, with the one, the only, the lovely... Mr. Christopher, how are you doing, buddy? Hey, Jody. Yeah, well, quite all right, actually, for once. For once? I like the yeah, sound of it. I, I can't be grumpy tonight. Hey! Or can I? Or can, or can I? you? Oh, come on, that <laughs> takes all of about 30 seconds before we start bitching at each other. It's all good. We've got, to keep up, we've got to keep up appearances, haven't we? Yep. yep. And, and how are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, man. I'm good. I've had some good news. I'm getting my hobby space to myself permanently very soon, so I'm a very happy man about that, but... Uh, that's probably something our listeners don't need to hear about. Uh, <laughs> but suffice it to say, I'll have my airbrushing set up on one table, my painting set up on the other table, and I'm going to be a very happy little gamer um, in general come second week in May. Uh, happy little nerd. Happy little nerd, yes. And with that, as he's chiming in there, as always, is sat atop the throne of 30k here in Sweden, the Crown Prince of Darkness himself. Is Mr. Freddy. How you doing, buddy? Well, I'm crook. I guess I've, yeah. you know, tongue kissed Nurgle too much. But oh, have, you got she... co- have you picked up some con crud, have you? Yeah, I think so. Fucking kids. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, yeah. not, otherwise, I'm uh, drinking Victory Wine for my game this weekend. You know, that I'm going to no. have, naturally. It's all about okay. perfection. It's all about perfection. All about being ahead of time and ready mm-hmm. to go and knowing that you're going to Pre pre victory party. I love that. I love about the third legion. Yeah, they're so right. they're so assumed of, pro, of, of uh, victory. They drink uh, they drink beforehand. It's like let's get fucked up and then we'll be perfect. But we won't remember anything. Yeah, that means we'll be fucking perfect. Yeah, well, they they'll have remembrances for that. That are even more <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I, I might add that I'm re-listening to Fulgrim like for the third time. Perfection, my dear Jody. Perfection. Ah, oh. perfect, yeah, as it should be. Perfect. We and, and in in absence of that, we are obviously making our recording here in our own Serena D'Angelo's kind of way. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you don't know who we're talking about, go listen to Fulgrim. If you do know who we're talking about, wash your ears after listening to this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about tonight. Well. First things first, before we do, I'm going to get the social medias out of the way. And that is, uh, first of all, come and follow us on Facebook at the Varangian Heresy Podcast. That's our main page. And we've got a ever-building group of uh, followers on the Varangian Heresy Podcast group. And we're starting to throw up questions in there at the moment uh, about stuff that's coming out and generally trying to get your points of view on stuff. So uh, get involved and get into that group. And if you're not sure, it'll be in the show notes. Twitter. If we tweet anymore, I don't know. Uh, we do. I, think it's, I tweet. Do awesome. I, tweet I even like other people's tweets more. Oh, check you out. Well done. Is that what I, you're I, supposed I, to? I, I think so. I haven't gone anywhere near Twitter just in case that you know the the, the whatever president of the United States says something. Um, you know, <laughs> I just 
can't. Um, no, 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 no disagreement. No, no disrespect to our American listeners, but uh, I, I just can't. Um, yeah, simple as that. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> my home country's doing so well right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> so we. Yeah, it's it's it's. It, 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 I swear, it's just a. It, there's a there's an international like like we've got the wolf slayer. There's probably some sort of international uh, world leaders facebook chat group that's just going hey guys guess what i'm gonna do this week is the other one next one's like fuck that hold my beer i can do that isn't that just like the lizard men illuminati thing anyway yeah same thing it's probably just what they call their facebook group yeah yeah no we call it the wolf slayer they probably call it lizard man illuminati or something like that you know I'm sure it exists. Uh, if not, we'll ask Tim from the IFRS. He probably knows um, where it is. You know, it, it, it can't be true. Is 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 Blighty leaving the Imperium? What? Leaving yeah. the EU, beloved by all. Beloved by all. Yes. So yeah. there will be an exterminators in the end, then. Yeah, of course there will be. But that might be well, North Korea just pissing off the Americans again. <laughs> or the other well, way around. Well, right, 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 right. I've, I've seen. I've, I've seen. Wind it back later. in. I've seen twenty-eight days later. I know exactly what's going to happen to the UK. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That that could be the rage. Right. Okay. Yay, rage monkeys. <laughs> yep. Now let's wind our necks in a little bit here because we're getting a bit political, and that's not what we're here for. Um, so we have Twitter. We we do we do tweet. Uh, we have most importantly our email, which is the Heresy at gmail dot com. And we want you guys to get in touch with us. We have, we are asking for your fluff. Mm-hmm. Send us your lists, but more importantly, send us the fluff to go with your lists, so we can talk about it, and we will fluff your lists. We uh, have a couple we, of lists. We, yeah, we have a couple of them, but uh, we we will definitely get to them on next episode. I have like yeah. a really cool black black shield ones that I want to do, but uh, yep. seeing as I'm crook and I'm not really prepared for it because I just got back from another tournament <laughs> we'll do that another episode we will we'll be picking that up in our next episode for sure um, but another another thing uh, we want you guys to get involved and get in touch with us about your ideas about things you'd like to talk about and that will become even more relevant in a few moments uh, we have a website which is the Varangian Heresy Podcast at dot uh, blogspot dot com, which is effectively a uh, repository, a depository for all of our episodes. Um, otherwise, we do most of our work on Facebook, and we have Instagram as well, which is at Varangian Heresy. And we're slowly starting to build up our uh, our portfolio on there as we we put pictures up. Well, we could be honest about that. You got the Instagram because no one else got the password. Oh, you need a password? Oh, yeah. okay, you never said. You guys have said nothing. Come on, talk to me. We're obviously well, professional communicators here as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, totally what's, professional. What's Instagram? Oh, it's okay, Freddie. Just leave it to the kids here, okay? We'll deal with that for you. All right. You just take the pictures and send it to us over the over the face the Facebooks, and we'll we'll sort it for you. So, uh, not a problem, buddy. We got you covered. Cool. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about tonight's episode. So, in tonight's episode, it's the first of our listener episodes, which I'm really excited about. We had uh, one of our listeners, Alistair McGregor, get in touch and say, Dudes, I've been to Throne of Skulls. And, yes, that might be a while ago, but I've been. And I would very much like to uh, come on and chat. And we're like, hells yeah, let's do that. Um, so we have Alistair on in our main segment, and we're going to be talking not just about Throne of Skulls, but about Alistair, his gaming, who he hangs out with, and who he who is 
you know his gaming scene and all that sort of jazz which is what we want you guys to do and get in touch with us so we can talk about your meta and talk about what goes on in your neck of the woods so get in touch drop us an email and say hey guys i've got x army or this is what my local meta is or this is what i'd like to talk about and we will do that because it's freaking awesome and we had a blast doing it um so yeah that's the first of our listener episodes tonight which is going to be awesome um so what's important what what should we do now i think it's important that we um we get our hobby updates out of the way right now because uh there's some there's some news and stuff we're going to talk about in a little bit but nothing super important but yeah let's just get our hobby updates out of the way so uh chris do you want to take you want to take the lead on that one buddy yeah, I can I can start. I've been working on the Domitar I won last for last year's Lincoln Battle Report challenge thing. Yeah, Freddy ran before we even had a podcast. So I'm finally getting to paint it, and the tran- the mechanical transfers arrived today, so I'm gonna put some of them on. Awesome. The weather it. So there there might there are work in progress pictures up on our on a Facebook group, but there will also be some more updated ones when this episode hits. Awesome. Looking Other than that, I've that. been working on uh, Secretariat. Oh. And my Medusas. Ooh. Because I found them in the cabinet and they were sadly not painted enough. <clears throat> Oops. And these are the ones you're going to be using for Lincoln, is that right? No, because I no. M- might have sent in a Black Shields list, but I'm going to talk with Freddy about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mr. Freddy. You know how we're on podcast together. <laughs> Don't worry. Something like that, maybe? He's not the first one that has already tried to... Okay. That has successfully negotiated an army change. So. Really? Awesome. Okay, I'll remember that. <laughs> I, will, I will still play for the same faction, so... Uh, pe- people should check the Facebook page because there might have been some changes. There might have been some changes. Oh, Christ. Okay, I better show up then. Pay attention. Um, okay, so you've been painting Domitars, getting stuff in, and it is looking really good. Um, and I do love the effect you've done with the right hand, but I must admit I, I had to resist the urge of sending the uh, the singing in the rain meme for you <laughs> as he's twisting around the lamppost but um, you'll know what i'm talking about go yeah. look at our facebook feed <laughs> i can say that there's been a lot of consideration going into that one yeah <laughs> and it also might be to slightly hide a bit of damage in the cast to the hand <laughs> uh, well it looks good man it looks really really good that's the most, yeah that's the most important thing yeah it is there's a rule of cool man rule of cool it's all that uh, matters hells yeah so, Freddie, what have yes. we been doing recently with our hobby updates? We have attended the MKA course. Oh, what you, what, yeah. What, 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 uh, else? what else? I've done heaps more than that. <laughs> yeah, where do we begin? Well, I tell you what, you start off, you talk about it, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll sort of joint discuss the MKA thing. Uh, okay, well, uh, non-MKA stuff, what I've, what I've done is I have started my full brim and ferrous project, which is uh, all, the, all the weapon options for Ferris and Fulgrim. And there are some lovely VIPs and whips up on our Facebook page for that. Yeah, really that's right. Uh, I have finished painting the Navigator for the Lincoln character series. He is looking baller, by the way. Uh, He's looking you. so good. 
Thank you very much. It's uh, it was uh, that old metal model that came with. Uh, remember, you could have like a command staff or whatever for the uh, Imperial Guard. You got yeah, like when a, you yeah. could add uh, like a regiment, officer of the fleet and stuff as well for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, so nice. So it's him, and it works. Works. He looks really nice. Uh, and the rules are up on our Facebook page if anyone wants them, which we'll probably do for the Golok when we have the Golok month. We'll probably do like a summary of all the special characters for our little part of the our little section in Neck of the Woods. Uh, what else have I done? I have put together heaps more Iron Warriors. Uh, Iron Warriors. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> And I was going to be the one who's getting roasted for this tonight. Yeah, I thought I'll, I'll take one for the team. But, uh, you, you have something to blame, at least. You're, you're yeah, sick. That's true. I'm sick. Uh, Excuse you. Well, I've, I've I am sick some... as well. Thank you very much. Oh, and I've started the the next uh, character, which is uh, a militia, militia, militia sergeant. Uh, so he's like half done. Uh, I've also put together heaps of iron hands. And currently, I am doing another five Iron Hands to fill up my MK squad. So I have 10 Marines total. Which uh, leads us into the MK. So I've painted a Rhino. Yeah. And I've also painted five Tactical Marines. Yes. MK standards. Yeah. Bah, bah, bah. Which, is, which is the big step up from my previous standards, I must admit, in, in my yeah. own case for sure. Yeah. Because that was a that was a bucket ton of fun that weekend, or that long weekend. Very expensive. Yeah. That was that was yes, uh, not a bucket ton. That was eight meters of beer fun. <laughs> that was eight meters of beer, hashtag eight meters of beer. Um, yeah, and hashtag was definitely the word of the weekend. Um, <laughs> so we we had some fun. Uh, uh, for those again, we've been talking about it for a number of episodes now, but actually doing it and we went out and did it and we had the fantastic matthew kane um uh, mr matthew kane and mr henry Steele come over and uh give us uh our mka foundation course in tanks and then we did the infantry course as well and holy hell was it a lot of fun uh and it yeah it was an amazing thing now we're going to do a specific episode based around that we've got a chat with uh Matt and Henry already recorded, and we've also got, for a bit of a bonus, or, I don't know, commiseration prize, I can't decide, uh, we recorded the uh, quiz we did on the Saturday night, part of the, uh, the break evening we had, uh, or break day we had of gaming, It's uh, it, it was a bit of fun, and um, we we decided to have... Uh, have a quiz and we've done it so that you guys at home uh, listening to this episode and in general listening to that episode can play along so if you're a glutton for punishment and you want to do that you can answer the questions as we go along um, there's even an arts and crafts section in there as well which you get to have fun with so yep. it's all yep. good um, and for that I uh, you were one of the few people who actually managed to get five actual marines painted weren't you that is correct correct which is awesome achievement, sir. Well done, well done, well done. <laughs> That's why I stopped talking for, I think, the last three hours of the last day of the infantry course. I just knuckled down and just tried to keep up with the, the steps as they went through them. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of steps, and I, I think myself, I, I sort of followed with the uh, the mantra of, you're not going to get them all done, decided to focus. I've, I've completed three of my five tactical marines. Right. The other two are at sort of midway stage, and... Um, they're going to be easy enough to fix up. 
Well, it seems to be roughly the average, like around three. But that's what she said. Yeah, but I have to say though, it's like one of the best uh, in money well spent I've done in a long, long time. Yeah, it was a, it was one of the best money your money well spent things for me as well. But genuinely, it was it was an absolutely awesome time. Learned loads, met some really cool dudes. Uh, most of whom we already knew, but met some new guys as well. And just yeah, yeah. Have to, to, have like like if if you remove like the, the what we learned painting wise, and yeah. just the atmosphere and like all the dudes and they just hang around with cool dudes. Looking for heresy, playing heresy, hobby heresy for like uh, five days. It was just, it was like massive bro fest resort. (laughs) And then you got to paint as well, which was fucking cool. And uh, you finally got to see the, uh, you finally got to see the, uh, what do you call it, the venue for Scorpius in person? Yep, that's right. And we're going to have a blast with that event as well. Fuck yeah. Um, so yeah, all all good things, all good things, and I personally had such a such a blast. I, I got very lucky. Uh, I sat next to uh, the first um, American uh, course participant, uh, Emery, and we won't go into too much details, but because we we actually have them in the main recording for the, for the next episode. But Emery had a bit of a tough time uh, with some of his stuff not arriving, and. What can you say? When people step, they step up, and they do great stuff. So uh, the guys on the course really stepped up, helped him out, and uh, I was super proud of everybody. Uh, But we'll go into more details on that a little bit later on. Um, Have I been doing any more hobbying since? Well, as as I alluded to earlier on, I'm starting to get, or will be getting my own studio space properly. Uh, So I've um, managed to get some... uh, tidying up done so now my my painting space does not look like a gw fanboy space now it just looks like an art shop or and vallejo stand exploded in my uh, my hobbying area which is pretty cool because it's everything from the uh, from the mk course uh, order some new bits like one of those portable i I've, i fell in love with that portable uh, airbrushing booth that you've got mate yeah so good so good and i would have yeah, been i would have been able to airbrush in my shed without it because i would fucking die of the fumes but it's so good like it sucks it out straight away like if it, if you airbrush i don't i don't even need to use some masking shit because it just sucks as well like it just sucks in there and there's like i haven't put on the hose to lead it outside and I put uh-huh. like a, a calf box on the backside, and there's like nothing comes on it. Really? Yeah. That's pretty fucking yeah. awesome. That's pretty awesome, man. So you could you uh, could fucking do like uh, Chris Pretty in Texas. He is asses in his room, like his hobby room. This asses. Yeah. Well, that's kind of my 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 plan when mine arrives. Nice. It should be sometime in a in a week or two. I'm hoping. Mm. Um, but yeah, if you're paranoid, just uh, what I would do, I would just get like a piece of paper and then sticky tape it on the backside with a bit of a curve in it, so it's not straight flat against the fan. And then you you can just see if there's any leakage or whatnot. Yeah. That's but that that point. filter is pretty fucking quick though, and the suction is fucking good. <clears throat> so many jokes, not enough time. I know. I know. Uh, I'm yeah, trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get you all flustered. No, flustered. No, just uh, you know. 
still hard for heresy. I think that's definitely one, one way of putting it. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, I've been very much uh, not forced, but required to upgrade my hobby setup, and I'm very much looking forward to having all the stuff here and just starting to crank out a ton of miniatures because I'm going to need them. Because <laughs> yeah. Lincoln yeah. and Scorpius, and eventually I'll be showing up at Avarii, and you know, so much to get done. Um, but it's going to be brilliant. Um, so yeah, that's that's been pretty much my hobbying. Um, I've been trying to recruit a friend of mine into uh, into playing the game, into playing Heresy. Uh, don't know how well that's going to go in the long term, but we'll see what we can do. And uh, yeah, I think it will be again. It's going to be another fun fun entrance into the game if I can get it. It will be Thousand Suns if I can make it happen. <laughs> um, but we will see. We will see, because that will be fun to have some Thousand Suns to face against, because, you know, the Iron Warriors, we're so well known for all our psychic shenanigans. Um, that, uh, well, eventually, right? Yeah, very eventually, you know. Although it does mean it does make me want to have one of those uh, 40k Warpsmith models, you know, the dude with all the tendriling arms and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. that's a fucking gorgeous model. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Model. I love that model. So, you, could pro- yeah. you could probably convert it into like a 30k. You don't have to. I'm contemplating it. You don't have to go like use the whole full Monty on it. Just take some, I'm bits. Contem- some bits. I'm contemplating using him for a late heresy, um, early scouring, uh, warpsmith, warsmith, whatever you want to call it, uh, character at some point for my army. Because I want to do that. And I'm currently, while well, you might be hearing some hobby noising in the background, currently converting up uh, two plasma executioners for uh, a certain event that I really don't want to give everything away for, but link on. I'll have a pair of plasma executioner predators running around having some fun. That's what you um, think. <laughs> yeah, bring it. Okay, let's do this. Hang on, which side are you on? Loyalist or traitor? That depends on where Freddy p- puts me. Well, it depends on what he's going to play in the end, obviously. Okay, so either either we're going to be having a further showdown, or we're going to be on the same side. So bring it, or get good job on getting the job done. I, I just say, say that they might disappear in the room. Oh, really? They just might. Where do they go? Never, never, never to be seen again, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah well, it's the bathtub and some and some minis and some uh, really really strong. That's all nice. That's not nice, man. That's cold. That's really not cool. But, you know, that might happen to Eric's Raven Guard anyway, so we'll see. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, after Gothcon, he probably wants to do that anyway by himself. Oh, was he having that much fun with them at Gothcon, was he? Oh, he wasn't going lucky for him then. <laughs> oh, God. oh, dear. Oh, no. Was it his Corax? Yeah, it was his Corax. <laughs> oh. And we'll save that for our next episode. Damn, girl, that's going to hurt. Um, okay, fair enough. Um, so, uh, what upcoming stuff do we need to sort of mention? We really need to mention something that has just dropped in the last couple of days. And Freddie, yeah, this is yep. your, this is very much your baby, and you need to, uh, you need to take the lead on this one. So, uh, what has just that. dropped in the last couple of days? Well, uh, I think that most of our listeners remember the Warlord Raffle we held last year. 
And, well, especially one of our listeners, Cole, remembers the Warlord level <laughs> vividly. He's probably caressing his Warlord as unless we speak right Unless it's just fallen on him and pinned him to the ground. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, he's probably sitting, Warlord. That could be, that's such a great way of going. Uh, he's probably sitting in his, uh, you know, fucking Chesterfield sofa, caressing the head of his uh, Warlord Titan, just like some evil genius do. And he's, you know, thinking about future victories. But... <laughs> What we're doing now, this year, uh, we are actually doing another raffle, because we had such a massive success with the Warlord one, and we want to keep doing something for a good cause, and we're thinking about a yearly basis, kind of trying to, to you know, help the less fortunate ones and, and stuff. So what we're doing now is we're doing the same raffle. It's kind of the same setup as the last raffle, except the difference is this time we're raffling away three... Full night houses, so fully painted night house. Three of them, not just one, but three. And so we're not just talking a, a couple of nights here, are we, Freddy? No, we're not talking just a couple. Of, we're we're talking all the nights. So each night night house will contain all the nights, except the plastic one, because I don't think. Well, you know, you get it as a bonus, and you get it magnetized, so you can run all the different versions of the plastic night. But we're talking all the virtual nights. All of them. The big bad boy with the mega missiles and the extra last thingies. The Atropos that the Iron Warriors boys love so much. Uh, the Acheron. 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 The Lancer, the Castigator. You know, all all the fun and <laughs> fun and nice little and all the different weird mechanicum ones. Uh, yeah. So all of them. So each knight has going to have all the knights. So there will be three full of them. And then, obviously, as uh, just as last year, we'll probably raffle out of heaps of other stuff as well. There will probably we'll probably do like some random draws halfway through there about something, and you know, it'll be fun and games. And then, just like last year, we're going to do a live uh, stream uh, drawing at Scandus. The plan is also to have all the nights at Scandus. So before uh, before we raffle enough, they will all participate in the night joust. So you can see them all in their glory, which will live stream as well, I assume. So, so you can see them all being killed by Angron, I mean. Yeah, well, if, if anyone <laughs> Or jumping up and down on Fulgrim. Yeah, <laughs> that's more likely. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, so, so we at least have what... What's that, like... Is it 12 knights 20, in the list? Yeah, yeah, it's at least 12, if not more. Yeah, so that's like 20, what, no, 36 nights? Yep. Well, so at least there will be enough nights for everyone that attends uh, Scandus, and then, well, four people will have to make do with my nights, my personal ones, and then we'll have one night for each. Problem solved. Perfect. Yeah, perfection. Yeah, but uh, if you want more information about the raffle, and if you want to know uh, more about that uh, we'll probably go through like in a proper episode where we talk more thoroughly about raffle and stuff but uh, for now you just have a look at the Facebook page uh, see how you donate it's basically $35 just like last time for one ticket uh, every increment of 35 gives you another ticket and just put raffle in the message box I have had a couple of donations already that forgot to do that. Don't worry. I still get automatically from the Parental Project Foundation an email as soon as someone donates. Um, 
And then I can figure out, like, if someone donates $35, I'm pretty sure they're doing it for a raffle ticket, not just because they randomly felt like donating $35 for the course. <laughs> so, you know. And normally, no, I just donate $70 or, like, a hundred and... I said, hundred and five dollars. Yep, hundred and five. Uh, like when normally they would donate a hundred dollars or something. So yeah, so don't don't panic. You know, uh, and you can always shoot me an email if you're really worried about it. So, uh, over right, I'm I'm keeping a, a list of all the raffles just like last year, and we'll do it draw, and I'll have a couple of you know unpartial witnesses see me doing the random number generator. And we'll do it three times at least. And we'll see what else we can raffle off. Oh, there'll be lots of good stuff between now and then. There really will yeah. be. It's how there it will always be. And yeah. the, the and, community's and, and stepping you, up on this like, one, aren't they? You, you can be like Cole, who bought one raffle ticket and won the Warlord. So you could be, you know, just like him, you buy one raffle ticket and suddenly you have even more money in Knights than in Warlord. So, yeah. Which and they'll all be painted to MKA standards, which yeah. we can say now. And also, I'll, I'll give, it, give a massive shout out to uh, Stuart. Yep. Uh, because, uh, well, at the Gino 5 2, uh, he's helping out and he's going to paint one of the night houses, mm-hmm. you know, to, to that, help the course. So that's Miniature Realm Studios for those who don't know yep. Stuart's actual uh, painting uh, commission well, business. Uh, yeah, I was going to come to that, mate. <laughs> I'm just getting in there now. No, that's uh, all right. Sounds all right. like everything else in my life these days. Get in there first and, you know, disappoint. Yeah. Well, that's all right. I'm waffling on anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, just check out. It's on our homepage, uh, our Facebook page. It should also be on every other fucking podcast page as well because I've seen the boys spreading the love. So, just get in there, donate, and just, uh, if you're lucky, try to go home with a full night house. Everyone needs a night house. Yeah. Everybody needs a night. Yeah. I can all say that it actually is pinned to our, on our Facebook page now, so... It's well, should be easy to find. Totally, Chris. So done and done. So that is up and important. That is out there. So that needed to be definitely shouted out. Now I think it's about time that we, very gently, because we need to do things like this gently, touch upon what uh, what is new out at the moment. And um, Chris has provided a, a very helpful list, and I think we'll do these in uh, order of importance. Starting with the the Caradon Arcanauts, or the the, the what the fuck now? Um, what? Just to read the comment in, inside. These are that. not the space dwarves you're looking for, or are they? Oh right, okay, yeah. You mean the Age of Sigmar fucking dwarves that are um, squats, but not really squats, but they're dwarves. Yeah, they're they're steampunk dwarves after all. They're or not really they're... steampunk, just. Weird, but they look they're, kind of they're one bolter converted away <laughs> from being squats, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or last gun. Or last gun, depending on how you want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to mention these because they're probably going to pop up as militia armies, or Something even if you look at the if you look at the miniatures, they could even pass for solar auxilia because they're That's armored enough. Idea, actually. Yeah. So I think they could be quite cool for conversions. I'm not as sure for, on the airship. Well, it could be counted as, but I really want one for Mechanicum. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea you just for want what. one. Be honest, don't care what yeah, army it's for, you I just have, want I one. I have no idea for what I'm going to use it for, but I just want one. And just magnetize like five marines stuck to the bottom of it and call it a five-man assault squad and have two of them and just, you know, 
or just uh, like that and just pop them off every time. Magnetize Warax to the outside and call it an Arvis Lighter. See? See? There you are for thinking down there for dancing. That's what it's all about, mate. <laughs> You've got the plan in place. Yeah, but I think this might be quite good if you want to make some kind of squat-like army. Yes. Obviously before it gets eaten by the Tyranids. They were never eaten by the Tyranids. <clears throat> I know. <sighs> Fucking GW. Retcon their own <laughs> shit. Dude, uh, seriously. That depends on how you see it. But, oh, yeah. That, yeah. Squats. Love squats. Squats forever. Uh, uh, used to just go play Demiurg if you want to play them in 40k. Yeah, I suppose so. Hashtag never forget the squats. Hashtag never forget. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's like hashtag uh, we'll, we'll never forget the old world. Mm. Hashtag, no, hashtag no. seventh edition for uh, eighth edition for life or seventh edition, whichever <laughs> Seven. one it is. Thank you. I, well, gave eight, up, I gave up fantasy a long time ago because I was a seven, shit player. <laughs> seven is the current one for 40k, and eighth was the last one for age of four. What is now age of Sigmar? Aha. Okay. Good to know. Thank you for the updates. I'm glad did, one of us I is didn't. actually keeping in, t- in the loop with everything. Uh, that's on. all relative. <laughs> Goat pajama party. Oh, forgot you sent this one. Stop watching that one. I'm not watching that one. I'm turning it away. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching. And it. The, the next one on the list is for. Yeah. Well, if you want, if you want to build militia armies or even solo auxiliary armies, have a look at new trenchers from Anvil Industries because they're really really cool. Yeah. Yeah, they look awesome. And yeah. and they re- recently released even more of them, which is, and you can use their regiment builders. You can basically combine the kits how you want even before. You order them and you can see them in a 3D model, how they fit together. They're, they're like a in between of the Death Corps and the Steel Legion. Yeah. It's like look wise, I think. There are even some that look like uh, proper British trench fighters. If you look, if you what, what I love is they've got um, what they call an irregular heads section. So you've got like uh, the British. Um, Helmet style, the different helmet styles, mm-hmm. and buzz cuts, and all this sort of thing. It looks really cool. Um, I must admit, actually, the uh, the trenches set is gonna is gonna have the Stalhelm uh, helm with death masks are probably gonna feature in my uh, my militia setup at some point because, well, yeah, they look like iron Why not? warriors. <laughs> yeah, they look like iron warriors. They, they're beautiful. Um, but uh, yeah, Anvil Industries producing some more good stuff, and that's that's something I think we should shout out a bit more here and there is actually the third party stuff because it's starting to make a real appearance in and around the hobby, um, like properly making an appearance now, uh, especially yeah. for those of us that don't have don't have Warhammer World on our doorstep and won't be going there anytime soon. Um, it's, and it's uh, also nice to see a bit of variation in the armies and not just. Basically, oh, your options are either Cadians or Catacans to make a militia army. Yeah. You're going you know, mainstream. Yeah. That are easy to easy to obtain, obviously, because there are the, the quite the expensive Death Corps and the quite rapidly depleting stock of uh, Steel Legion miniatures. Yeah, yeah. because because I'm getting I'm getting all of them. No, yeah. I, I have enough already. <laughs> Trust me. Never have too many, Freddy. Never have too many models. You know this. Yeah, well, that's my next project. As soon as I get uh, 
a certain level of my iron hands done going back to my my steel legions so you'll be doing that in like a couple of months with the mka painting method you'll just be blasting them out yeah well that, that's what i hope yeah. the, the only problem is I, I ran out of paint too quickly because now suddenly paint so much quicker <laughs> well it's a hard life and some of us have to live it and, yeah. uh, the horror of getting stuff done eh? yeah. yeah it's disgraceful shocking absolutely horrible it's gonna be good it's gonna be fucking awesome <laughs> so well, what the, else the, we got the, yeah oh, oh, uh, sorry for what else uh, oh, we want, have the new you... Castellax. Uh, how do we even pronounce that? Aethia? 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 The uh, new... Bolic, I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, the new uh, <laughs> Thousand Suns Castellax, aren't they? And you you have to admit though that they look fucking awesome. They look pretty. They got. I really like their original Castlax, but these ones look so much better. Yeah. Because they got rid of the skull in the chest and they got really nice claws instead of fingers. They are so pretty. Um, Oh, they're just. I I think they're they're absolutely some of the. They're some of the best. To my point of view, some of the best robot models that have come out recently. And now, now people have an have a reason to start both a Thousand Suns army and a Legion Cybernetic army because you can just switch the models over. Mm. And they're, they're and really it's nice. one of the most vivid memories I have from like the the book about Thousand Suns about that guy that runs around with the and psychically like he doesn't have a cortex controller he he has, uses his psychic powers as yeah. a cortex controller. That's how they control them in game now as well. Which is absolutely freaking awesome. Uh, but yeah, those models, uh, those models are, I genuinely believe, some of the best <coughs> models they've released recently. And yeah. um, I love, I just love everything about them. Um, they're an absolute winner. Um, and I'd, I'd love to, oh, I, I can see myself at some point in the distant future um, actually trying to find a way of getting some and shoehorning them into a Dark Mechanicum list, because I think they've got that. Well, you could get get one and just run it as a Paragon of Metal alongside your regular ones. There is that. There is that. It looks distinctly distinctly different. There is that. That's a good thinking, Chris. I like that. And this is why we work so well together. We come up with ideas (laughs) that basically screw over my hobbying plans. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And your budget. What budget? I'm sorry. I resemble that remark. I don't have a goddamn budget. I don't have any money. What are you on about? How dare you, sir? How da- how double dare you say, say things of that disparaging nature towards my uh, towards my character? You're it's doing your it all. Your... You're you're a bit defensive here now. You know that. I'm a bit what? Defensive. Me? No. No. How dare you, sir? How dare you? How dare you say anything like that? Ow. <laughs> Somebody's got their phone on vibrate. Uh, yeah, I know. Sorry. That was me. Well, yeah, I would think it was you. Otherwise, somebody's got really bad guts. Um, So, yes. um, That's that. Bright Crusaders? Uh, It's the latest release for that other game, Fort Fulldust, you know. They they do another game? Yeah, Blood Bowl. Oh, right, okay. Oh, yeah. Fair fair enough. Still the Really nice uh, miniatures, actually. Yeah. No, I do well, like those. I love Blood Bowl, so I'm not going to complain. 
No, I haven't haven't dived into Blood Bowl recently, but I re- uh, the new release. But I really should because I still absolutely love the um, the Dwarf Death Roller. Even even though we did comment on it last time we recorded, um, <laughs> and it, the the Goblin does look freaking stupid. It just yep, it's pretty, and I like I, it. <laughs> I reckon you could uh, use the Bright Crusaders as some sort of kill team for a Shadow War mission or just as a oh. grenadier team for militia army do you know what i was thinking some of the some of the helmets you could get with an arbite uh arbites arbites army arbites yep. list that would be pretty cool actually dentist arbites oh yeah or you could just buy them paint them and play blood bowl yeah that's quite tempting actually because they're lovely models damn it right we're getting off course here stay on target boys stay on target um, I'm always on target. <laughs> uh, yeah, no comment. Uh, <laughs> you are, your dice may not be. Um, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, what else have we got? Um, nothing important. Last no, I, I do want to. I do want to mention something that that should have possibly come up in hobbying, but uh, it's definitely definitely kind of new, and that is the binary succession audiobook. Oh, finally listened to it, eh? Oh, you're like three times. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's just, just, oh, so many noises that could be made right now. Oh, it's so pretty. Um, I thought, thought something like is one wah, of them. Warhorn. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Is Warhorn. As oh my god. I really like it because it's a political drama. Yeah. More. Yeah. And it's I really it. well made. I love it. It's really well. The voice, voice acting in it is spot on. Everything in general about it is spot on, and it's fucking brilliant. I I, I absolutely love that audiobook. And it and reinforces some of the comments made in the some of the first books when Horace Horace has a discussion with uh, not really sure who it is about uh, all the politicians taking over the crusade. Yeah, it does uh, sort of reinforce that with Ful- Fulgrim. Yep. Possibly. Possibly, I think there was more than one. Yeah. yeah. Well, he does mention it a few times. Yeah. yeah. But it's absolutely, It's awesome. And, yeah, it just... It's it's one of the better original audio dramas, um, I think. And it's really... You know, it's nice that they've got, you know, women in to play the women's roles. And, you know, they've done some effects and everything. And it's just so nice. And it just feels like such a nice um, follow-on uh, from the previous uh, Mechanicum or... I should say Mars-based book, uh, which I loved as well, uh, which I can't remember the name of. Chris, help me out here. How far? How long ago? Well, oh, Mechanicum. God. Is it Mechanicum or is it Cybernetica? Or... Mechanicum, thank you. It is Mechanicum. Yeah, then it was really long ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it is Mechanicum, um, but it's 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 an awesome follow-on from that story, and um, yeah, I really really loved it. Um, so last bits of news um what do we call it some some dude no god right okay some guy called some dude called magnus showed up apparently and it's a thing um (laughs) yeah nothing important nothing nothing to see here just move along everybody it's only the primark for uh one one of the legions nothing important um and he will be out at the Warhammer Fest, so we will, will be. Get, get probably get some more photos around then. Yeah, but how... and it's going to be like an internal discussion, pro 
and against nipple horns. Yeah. Well, he got knee horns at least. Yeah. Wasn't he just wasn't big enough, or they didn't trust him to? You know, you're allowed to run with them, but you're not. You're allowed to run with sharp objects, but you're not allowed to actually have them on your chest. Um, or maybe they just thought it would look better and distinctly, and a bit distinct compared to the 40k one. To not make it basically the same model. Yeah, but well, we, we, well, to be fair though, we don't know if there's any options included into the kit because you, like, uh, you could have maybe nipples or without nipples. We don't know. Yeah, and I have to say, yeah. I did sort of put out a request for some just general thoughts from some of yeah. our listeners, and um, the nipple horn is the the lack of nipple horns is a big one, and. Uh, was it Ryan Webber was saying that the change of uh, nipple horns is a poor choice? It's like taking away Ron's ch- uh, Ron's chain axes and giving him chainsaws. Kind of the same, it, but not remo- but not a removal of the most iconic parts of the character. And yeah, to be I, I kind fair, of I've never I've never imagined him having nipple horns for some reason. I have. I think. And I think this look better than actual nipple horns. I I quite like the I quite like the thought of him having nipple horns. They they seem to be much more um i don't know quite powerful or something there's something to to that look that i really like about it um and well there, there's like i'm two, pro uh, nipple I know. In, in the art like the john blanche artwork and some of the the ones like in the the first one he doesn't have nipple horns uh so some of the later ones like when second end and stuff uh, he does have nipple horns and then on some of the early horace heresy books he does yeah. but in, in the book when they describe his armor um he doesn't have nipper horns so i don't know i just i just like the images where that i've seen him with them i think it's just a different look and i kind of like it i think it's uh yeah. but and, i'm pretty uh, sure you can easily convert that though yeah, yeah and to be fair his epic model didn't have them either if you want to go yeah. that, that far his yeah, epic no, model was it. was quite different <laughs> it was basically a piece of green stuff with stuff Put on it. No, but his it epic yeah. model was uh, he was a demon Magnus. But yeah, but in the like, if you go way back, Rogue Trader era, like with the few early pieces of Magnus, he didn't have nipple horns. But then uh, towards the later end, like uh, just between the switch between second ed and I mean uh, Rogue Trader and second ed, and you started to see like some of the artworks. Then he started to have nipple horns, and then he lost the nipple horns again. And then they research uh, during, like, um, like on the cover of the Primarchs, he has nipple horns. Uh, but then you don't really see him on Thousand Suns book because you only see the face sort of thing. But during the in the book, it, it's not he, when they describe his armor, he doesn't have nipple horns. So I don't know. And to be fair, he's a Primarch. He probably owns more than one set of armor. That's true. Yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm not, like I said, it's, it's a personal aesthetic. I kind of like it. Uh, I can yeah. say that the nipple horns could be doable for a ceremonial armor, but the combat armor might be a bit yeah. cumbersome. And I mean, how do you lose? Let's be fair. If it's the one set of armor, how do you lose nipple horns? I mean, do you just, do you just sort of like just take them off or sort of leave them well, leave them in the given, corner somewhere? Given, or given that he's about as visible as his father. Everything you see can be a can be a psychic projection. Yeah. So those that see nipple horns might see them because they want to see them. That's that's actually mildly worrying. Maybe I don't know. 
I don't know how to. No, no, well, that is actually um, Chris is kind of spot on there because uh, in the book he it is described that he's projecting like himself as a bigger or smaller or into different shapes and stuff. But I'm pretty sure he has different armors. But the thing with the the 40k one, I think the nickel horns are too much on the 40k model. But uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that you you. I think that you could convert pretty decent nipple on. The only issue I have with it so far, I haven't seen it in my real life, is I think that the cloak is too small. I think it's more like a full grim size cloak. Would that be nice? Yeah, but the cloak is probably that, that size, so they could fit the spell he's casting. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the spell effect that will be broken off every time you put it down and put, or take it out of a bag or look at it or play with it or paint it. Or breathe at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, but uh, it might be a bit <laughs> flimsy. But still, still, the the one thing uh, I like about it, just as I like about all the other Primarchs, is that compared to like the 40k ones, is that it still looks like it's more looks like a statue, like a like a uh, like how in Fulgrim that they keep doing perfect representation of, of and that's why it doesn't have any life in essence because it's too perfect. But it, it, it's like it's more of a historical representation of an individual in this fantasy setting than some obnoxious like super like Gulliman, the new one or whatever. Like it's it's not over the top. It's still like if you look at the armor, you look at the head and the stuff that you can see on the picture. It's still it's still like plausible. It's not they're too over they're the top. a bit like a snapshot of the character. Yeah. In a in a specific scene and not just putting a, basically a corpse in a robo suit and hope it, hope it works as a miniature yeah well I didn't say that but yeah <laughs> but so so I, I just like it because it gets that historical feel compared to and it, it makes it works so well yeah and, and, and I have seen the uh, I hope you guys have seen it as well the side by side comparison of um him, uh, his model and Lorgar, and he is a fucking giant of a model. If that is to be, if the one the the pictures have been going around, I think they've been taken from the Warhammer community site. So yep. I don't think they've been photoshopped. Um, although you never know. But it, it is. It could also be trolling from GW side of the things, but um, I don't doubt it. Well, when, when it, it comes it to trolling, that that actually leads us nicely <laughs> onto our next topic. So. Something else arriving at Warhammer Fest, and that's the new Thunderhawk. Yeah, and it is resin. It's resin. <laughs> the, the collective cries of the fanboys that went out was just like Alderaan being detonated. Um, well, and... that depends on how chemical you want to go with it, but it is distinctly different from what people hoped. It is material. It yeah. is. Um, I hmm. okay. General, I mean, everybody's seen the, the the picture of the model itself. Yes, yep. no, yeah, yep. okay. Uh, it is, a, as I say, it is a pre-production model. It could change. Um, general thoughts. What are your feelings towards it? Um, I I think they've done the cockpit better. Yeah, yeah, the cockpit is way better. Is it? But that they've brought more in line with the Stormbird and everything, so they look like an. Otherwise, it, it still looks like a, a Thunderhawk. Yeah, the, the only thing that I heard people complain about is that it doesn't have the T-shaped tail fin. Yeah. But 
this is probably just another pattern of Fandor. Also, the engines are a bit silly, but the gun looks a lot better as well. It uh, looks like it's actually built into the chassis and not just tacked on afterwards, like the old one. Yeah, no, I like it. I mean, I'm I'm looking at it and going, yeah, it's a nice model. Um, I love some of the aesthetic changes they've done, like the the sub the the smaller set of wings that they have on top. Um, with the last cannons on there and stuff, and you know, obviously missile loadouts. I, I'm one of the guys who goes. I don't like the missing teal, the missing T tail section. I liked that. I thought that was a cool thing. So it's a bit of a. Well, it made it unique. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was and nice. the, it's uh, like having the old one is one pattern, and having the new one as another pattern. It still works because you have the Mars pattern and the Deimos pattern on the rhinos rhino chassis. This but is still, also yeah. true. This is also very true, Chris. You are right there. And it's probably going to be like a soaker pattern or similar because it matches the Stormbird in appearance. Soaker pattern Thunderhawk. Yeah. Or oh, well, maybe not call it soaker pattern, but still, it matches it in appearance. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand. Sorry, I was being a bit, bit yeah. glib with that there. But, and now so... to the, to the worrying side. Wonder what price hike will be on this oh, one. Oh, that's going to stink a little bit. I think. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I have obviously I'm not in the know sadly I do not have a direct line to Alan Bly and his, his uh, planning team but uh, they are not probably the one in charge of that though. yeah well, I was kind of hoping to get a, get a rough figure from them if well, nothing else I, I can tell you there what the one thing that I hope this will uh, opens up is the fucking Thunderhawk transporter yes they really need to bring that back Fuck yeah, it's the one, one model I've been waiting to have for so long. Yeah, and it is, I mean, it is, it's relevant now, really relevant now yeah. with the heresy. Yeah. Yeah. Because so it can, it's, it's actually useful. Yeah, I think, I think it's one of those things, it's like, okay, it has to, it makes sense for it to exist now, so can you guys kind of, you know, get on with it kind of thing. Um because again it's just such the difference between 30k and 40k is is so glaring in the fact that these things were press molded and you know the legionnaires hated them and they were like this thing's basically a bucket with wings we don't i don't like riding in it thank god this is just a you know a temporary measure kind of job which is always uh, i've always found fun um yeah there are quite a few accounts where they basically say give us back our stormbirds yeah literally um and uh it's just a it's just uh it's it's a it's a there's just so many reasons why it could exist so please can we have it now um i i just want to fucking uh drop down and unload land raiders <laughs> with bread butchers in them how wrong is that I don't know. Depends well, if, if you're playing it, against you or not. It also makes sense to have them. Yeah. No, it really does. It is actually something that makes sense for once. Um, well, we just need them to bring back the Dreadnought Drop Pod as well. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag bring back to Dreadnought Drop Pod. Because yeah, that you are right, actually, Chris. That is the one thing that we do. That's one thing we do need back. And I, I, if they're going to freaking troll us with this thing in plastic, about being in plastic and not deliver it. They really need to deliver the Dreadnought plot in plastic, in my opinion. Uh, I think the official answer last time someone asked was, use the regular one. 
Yeah, but it doesn't fucking work. We've already said this. Yeah, it's yeah. quite a lot smaller. <laughs> and there was a previous it's like, model. <clears throat> it's like half half of a fucking dreadnought droplet. Yeah. It's ridiculously small. Well, you could possibly <laughs> change it up a bit, get in a box spread, but nothing more. Yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah. But you're supposed to transfer Leviathans in a fucking dreadnought drop on. Yeah. Yeah, one on each foot. <laughs> you know, you can, you can always buy a Charybdis for your Leviathans. Uh, stop trying to yeah, help yeah, there, yeah. Christopher. Stop trying to be helpful. I was a bit uh, sorry. It was a bit uh, sorry, a bit of sarcasm actually. Oh, uh, okay, okay. It's a bit, it's, a bit hard to, it's it's a bit it's hard really to tell because it sounded almost, it sounded almost reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds. That's more of a marketing idea. I heard someone actually read someone actually saying that it is probably cancelled the dreadnought dropout so people will buy more Charybdis. Uh, blow me. I think it's the I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure people are gonna buy more Charybdis just because Charybdis are fucking awesome. Yeah. Re- the the meta is shifting and people want Charybdis instead of Spartans. Yeah. Or as well in some cases. Uh stay ground attack, man. Ground attack is where it at. No, ground attack is for like girls. Operate on the ground, man. That's from above. Exactly. Or something like that. Still, the new Thunderhawk would probably be a cool model. I probably won't buy one. (laughs) No. But I don't. That's more because I don't really need a Thunderhawk. I already have one, so. You do, and I'm painting it up for you. Yeah. I'm just going to put it like this. Still. Shut (laughs) up. I'm, I, I, uh, I have all the MKA uh, uh, secrets are you, now. Are you to, you know, make fun of each other's hobby progresses? Yeah, yep. yeah totally, because we can't hold a light to yours, mate. Isn't that like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, moving on, nothing to see here, nothing to see. Yeah, moving on, nothing's happening here. Just ignore this uh, marital row. Ignore it. Move on, move on, uh, move on, guys. Yeah. So that, I think, rounds up all the new stuff. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So I don't know, guys. You got anything more you want to add to this section? Because otherwise, I think it's about time we go out and have uh, have our conversation with Alistair and we uh, we talk about, uh, well, talk to one of our listeners uh, in the first listener-orientated episode. So you guys got anything to add? No. Freddy, Chris? No. 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 No, it's all sad now. He's a little bit. No, sad. I'm painting. <laughs> I'm actually painting. All right, well. Let's Hang on, I almost dropped a knife him. into my leg when you said that, Chris. Give me a bit yeah. of warning next time, mate. Okay. Don't distract him. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> He's painting. Don't distract him. Don't make eye contact. <laughs> let's head on. So what we'll do, guys, is we'll head on out to a tune now, and we'll be coming back as Christopher and I have a conversation with Alistair McGregor uh, from from England. Sunny old, uh, sunny old England, or oh, beautiful blighty, take your pick. And we talk all about his meta, his gaming, and his recent trip to the uh, Warhammer Throne of Skulls for Heresy. And we also give a lot of love to his uh, his Instagram uh, because he comes up with some seriously funky stuff. And his Instagram, while I remember, is hammer underscore and underscore fire. And it's well worth checking out. If nothing more than a rather funky, um, rather funky Daraday or Dreadnought conversion, which may or may not be fanboyed over a little bit later on in the uh, in the episode. And we, it's it's also something that uh, Joe has been nagging me about since he found out that I actually have part of that conversion. Yep, my possession. 
Yep, and we will continue that conversation later on. Um, so we will be right back after this tune. this evening is the very first of our listener guest spots and this young gentleman got in touch with us to talk about his experience at the uh, recent or relatively recent it has been a little while uh, since game of uh, throne of skulls event 
And just like the Hot Topic journalists we are, um, yeah, we're running a bit behind. <laughs> so <laughs> we are going to do our best with this. But uh, as much as we want to hear about that, we want to hear about him and his local scene and everything. So do you want to introduce yourself, my friend? Hello there. My name's Alistair. I am from Crewe, northwestern England. And, uh, yeah. You're a gamer. Yeah, pretty much. Or I try to be. Um, I think we all try to be. <laughs> yeah. Been playing Heresy for about three or four months now. Um, came over from 40k because the scene was dying around here. Uh, everybody was going over to... Um, Asia Shipma, that's uh, Sigma, sorry. You're totally fine. We 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 fully <laughs> endorse that. We fully endorse the correct name for that for that particular game. That's we're not fine, that, we're not that judgmental, you know. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. As a collective, <laughs> we're not you. On the other hand. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. When Sigma first came out, I was just like, nah. But it doesn't look too bad, I suppose. Anyway, um, yeah, the 40k scene was dying on its ass around here so Betrayal the Calf came out so fuck it I'll go for that Heresy seems a lot I like uh, the models better and I like the story behind it and another story sort of fuels the 40k but it's more feels more current with 30k well because we are reenacting history that's not happened yet future future historians future past yeah. future wibbly wobbly timey wimey that's what I like to yeah. go with whenever whenever we look at that but that sounds, that sounds fair I mean it's uh, is it I mean was it a big 40k scene that you were playing in as part of the um, local area or no it's really quiet around here uh, the only place really is the local games workshop um, there is a hobby store that opened up a couple of years ago but they mainly concentrate on magic and x-wing so if you want to go play 40k there you have to pay some money and take up quite a lot of their space uh, okay so not, not really one for the whole building the gaming community and doing that sort of a thing by the sounds of it no uh the guy who runs the hobby store used to be the gw manager ah okay so uh he left opened up the store and found more money in uh, Magic and X-Wing. That's uh, not that uncommon, because that's actually what brings in the money. <laughs> As I say, yeah. It's a sad truth. It's a sad truth. Yeah. But it's not the truth we're here to talk about. We're talk here to talk about the truth that is that is 30k. So uh, you picked up Calth, you looked at it and went, yes, I see the light, this is where it is. This is the uh, almost resin master race. And yep. what caught your eye? Which, which Leiden is holds your um, what's the right word Hold your fancy um, see I had a problem of being a massive hobby butterfly I had no idea what, where to start or which leading to start with so after talking to some friends I uh, they challenged me to paint yellow Ooh. so I, uh, I landed on Imperial Fist oh it was, it was going so well until go. that point. It was going so well, <laughs> so well. well it's, a good way. it's a good way to get the legion, though. It, yeah, it was either paint yellow or paint white. Yeah, go for yellow. 
You, so, you picked yeah, the right colour. Going for the yellow. <laughs> you picked the right colour there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I've uh, been chatting with the uh, Radio Free Esteban guys and uh, decided that I want to do White Scar's Jet Bike Army. Oh, that's going to be... Uh, I have to say that's going to be a great challenge. It's going to look absolutely beautiful on the get on the field when you do get around to gaming with it. Yep. But God, that's going to be a whole lot of white to paint. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, I think I worked out it was 18 jet bikes, six um, javelins, and two Avenger strike fighters. Ooh, that's and that's, that's 2,500 points. I was going to say that sounds like a nice list, but still, yeah. I mean, what am, yeah. what am I saying? I, I, well, I say I, I I paint silver for practically everything. You know, with the the yeah. the, the true Iron Legion, the fourth. And, yes, uh, you, pri- you mean you prime silver and then paint details? <laughs> no comment. Uh, <laughs> well, after this coming weekend of doing the MKA course, I'll probably put about 15 layers of, of silver on and then put a wash on and then paint it, painting the details. But, you know, it'll look better. So don't knock it, no, mate. Well, at least if you finish the detailing stage, otherwise it'll probably look basically the same. Okay, let's focus on our guest, not not the uh, general bantering and bitching that we do. Uh, <laughs> so, what's the, your your sort of current thirty k scene in the area? I mean, is it is there much of a, a sort of transfer over from the forty k, or uh, you bringing um, lots of new people in, or how's it how's it sort of look in your area? It looks a little better than the forty k scene. Um, it seems to be that a few of the guys live sort of in the wider area around crew mm. so they have to they're either their work pattern doesn't match up or they've got to travel in for a bit and um, I recently found in the last couple of weeks that there's a an actual gaming group that's a, a 20 minute drive away from me oh awesome so I started to go to them I mean, I'd, I'd be there tonight if it wasn't for being there but, um, we appreciate the gaming sacrifice. We really do. No problem. Uh, licking my words a bit from uh, front of schools, but we'll get there in a minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the the few guys are majorly, majorly into 30k. Um, they are the full resin master race. So they've got like they started years ago, way before Calf came out. Everything they've got is resin. Many years BC. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful armies. Um, it was one of those guys that I had my first game against, which was really nice. Uh, he was another Imperials fist player. That, uh, he went to front of schools as well. Cool. Um, yeah, there's. It's kind of quiet, but I think it's slowly creeping up. Um, the GW star. Uh, does Heresy Nights once a month. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, I think with it being a small store, there's doesn't get much of a turnout. Ah. So I try and make sure that I'm there each month. That's the best, uh, best thing you can do. Show people yeah. that there's someone that's playing. At least. Yeah. yeah, for sure, man. And that's, that's just quality hobbying right there, showing up and making sure your local scene has representation. And, uh, you know, as they say, build it, they will come, play it, and they will show up to goggle at it and maybe even jump in and join you. Definitely. 
So that's very cool, man. Very cool indeed. So tell me a little. You, okay, you've gone for the Imperial Fists. I mean, we do have yeah. a, a a a semi-Imperial Fist player here as well. Uh, I've got one mini painted. Well, that's your 2017 <laughs> hobby goal out of the way there, Chris. So you're all good. You can start yeah. on this, the next one for 2018. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so now, what I was going to say was, tell us about the Imperial Fist. What is it about the Imperial Fist that, you, that sort of drew you to them? I mean, is it purely your friend said paint yellow, or did you sort of go, yeah, I'm going to have a look at them and see what they're like, and then you know. Um, honestly, it was just paint yellow. Fair and enough. And then, as I've progressed through them and uh, learned about them some more, gone into the background and the fluff and everything, the, it's just the... I mean, Sigismund's an absolute prick. Amen to that. But, yep. But uh, he, he gets he gets the job done. He does what he's asked and at least attempts to get it done. I mean, Mars was a bit of a fuck-up, but... I think that was one of those no-win scenarios, though. Yeah. Hashtag, no, hashtag, get... hashtag never forget the red planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've actually based my, or sort of themed my army around uh, the sacking of Mars. And that's good. that was going to be my next question. Tell us about your army then. So the sacking of Mars. So uh, yeah. lots, lots so... of Thunderhawk transports and, um, you know, uh, some salvaged uh, Mechanicum cr- uh, crates for your, uh, for your army there, or...? Uh, eventually, yes. At the moment, I'm working on the main core of it. I mean, the the list that I, well, the army that I took to furnish schools was uh, a lot of troops on foot, which doesn't last very long. So uh, I've looked at a another list, which is armored spearhead. Ooh, tempting. So more transports, more sort of heavy armor. So it's it sort of fits the theme better. So it's getting to Mars and getting to the places that they need to go and then eventually if they bring out a, another kit for the transporter I'll pick one of those up and get some uh, GW crates very nice, very very nice it'll make a beautiful display board if nothing else going yeah. with that sort of thing and that's really cool man, I love I love the fact that you picked that very sort of specific point in, in future history and uh, said right this is what I'm doing I mean what's, what's the actual um the army as it stands now, what have you actually got in there? What's your model collection like? Uh, my model collection is a lot more than I've got painted at the moment. That's always um, the case. It's still part of the army. Yeah. It counts. Yeah. Well, the current count is um, one Whirlwind well Scorpius, one Storm Eagle. Uh, I'm lacking on tactical squads at the moment. I've only got two ten man. 35 breaches in total. Sigismund. <coughs> stone Gauntlet. Um. Yeah, definitely Stone Gauntlet. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sigismund. A Laser Vindicator. I've also got a Pravian and two Castlax with Dark Fire Lances. Ooh, tasty. Be- because Castlax. Yep, can't argue that point. Uh, <laughs> a Spartan? Somewhere? Because every, everybody needs a pimp ride. Yeah, definitely. And I've got three quad bolter rapiers and three grav rapier batteries. Very nice. Oh, and then five terminators, soon to be ten. And there, there are deer. 
Nice. Now, I do have a question with the Terminators. Just yeah. how tempted are you by the uh, Vigil Pattern Storm Shields and Thunder Hammers? I've, I've actually got a packet of the uh, shields. <laughs> so, you have been tempted then? <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but that, that, that's, they're for the sergeants. So, uh, just to give them that defensive grenade ability. Because you only need one in the squad. That's true. But they are very, very cool. Yes, they're beautiful models. I've been tempted to put them on Tartarus, mm-hmm. but I've heard that's cheesy as fuck. Cheesy. Uh, my understanding is cheesy as fuck, and pretty much pushing the uh, the legality of that choice um, from what I've yeah I've sort of it's talked about with Ryan and quite, had that. quite ambiguously worded as well. Because yeah. if you go just by the book definition in the Legion book, you can't take them. Mm. Like. Yeah, so that's the problem. I've seen maybe three or four contradicting emails all world from different sources, and it's one guy saying, "Oh yeah, you can you can take them on Tartarus because it counts as standard pattern." And, well, no, no, because standard pattern Terminator is the the forty k Terminators. The Indomitus. Yeah, the Indomitus. Yeah. So and then there is the email that says that when Alan Bly rewrote that wording, he he didn't. He forgot to specify that Tartarus couldn't take them. There's also that email. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sounds, uh, sounds like what what the, what the uh, Tim Michael call it, Billy the intern is having a bit of an off day with all these uh, <laughs> all these all, all these I, answers he's coming back with. I I just yeah. reckon that they have some kind of uh, reply bot, <laughs> just uh, randomize the re- replies <laughs> when you get to send an email. It's a bit like a spam bot, but uh, <laughs> just <laughs> look for keywords and then send this back. Yeah, it feels like they should have a, a capture thing on it saying, uh, are you a robot? And you should click the button and maybe get an actual human to reply. Oh, pushing it a little bit. But yeah, I can see I can see the attraction in that. <laughs> it, would, it would really be nice just to get a straight answer back on stuff like this. But, yeah. you know, what would they do? They wouldn't be able to do FAQs or... Wait, hang on. Wait a second. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on before we kick that hornet's <laughs> nest even harder than we need to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you've got a pretty well, well-rounded out army there, a lot of options. Uh, I mean, is yep. that sort of, the army itself, is it sort of reflective of the meta in any way, shape or form in your area or? Um, is there is there a meta in your area, should I say? I don't believe there is. Uh, there's one guy who started Dark Angel. Uh, he's doing Iron Wing. So I'm at Spearhead at the moment. Yep. Very cool. Uh, there's another guy who does Iron Warriors. Um, another one who does uh, Militia. Oh, nice. So it's quite varied at the moment. No one seems to be picking up on the uh, on the actual cheese lists and you know, spamming Leviathans. Or uh, actually, the guy who does Militia, he has two... Is it the Malkador Infernus? Yeah, the big nasty flamethrowing deaths. Yeah, yeah, the 18-inch torrent with the Hellstorm template. Because uh, nothing says dick move like dropping that over the top of something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was quite hilarious to see that in action of uh, two templates overlapping a, an Imperial Fist Breacher squad. Oh. And it's just like, yep, bye-bye. Yeah. Gone. So is it... Yeah, roll, yeah. roll your sixes. Just look at it going, do I, do I really need to roll the dice or should we, should we just do this the right way and just go, no. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it was my, my friend who uh, played the Imperial Fists, and I think he actually said, shall I just take the models off? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely, completely understand that feeling. I, I've been there, done that. Thanks, Linus. Um, just, to, <laughs> just to reminisce back on the, uh, the game against the absolute leaf blower list I, I personally faced, and yeah, nasty very very nasty mm. so two of them is enough to make a grown man cry and I think that's you know short of stubbing your little toe you know see, seeing your yeah. uh, your sports team lose and generally find out that your favourite drink has been discontinued I think that's a legitimate reason to cry <laughs> like cry like a baby yeah I really do yeah so it sounds it sounds like as you say you've got a, quite a quite a wide meta going there um, and you've you've only been doing this you've only been playing 30k for sort of three or four months so what prompted you to go fuck it I'm going to go for the throne of skulls I'm just going to go balls out and go all the way with something like a tournament some sort of you know what made you make that decision um, I saw one of the tickets go up and I had a, an internal debate with myself and promptly bought the ticket because the, the scene over here was slow getting games was difficult and at that point, I hadn't discovered the uh, the hobby group sort of 20 minutes up the road from me. Yeah. So I thought, fuck it, I'll just buy a ticket, get my shit sorted, and then go to an event. All or nothing, go balls deep, see what happens. Yep. Yep. Absolute balls deep for heresy. Oh, powerful choice there, powerful choice. So you made that, you made your plan. Tell Now, let, let's talk about... Let's talk about Throne of Skulls a little bit because I think it's important because we've got we've got a degree of a number of international listeners and you know might help Chris understand as well. I don't know how well read you are, Chris, on this sort of thing, but um, tell us about the Throne of Skulls. Sort of what is it? What's what was your particular event all about? What was that sort of setting for the Throne of Skulls? And you know, just give us a picture. Paint us paint us a picture in our minds about this event. Well, Front of Schools, it's a, an entry-level, non-competitive event. So you take along, uh, if you've got the points, you take 2,000, 2,500 uh, and 3,000 point lists. You arrange with your opponent when you're drawn as to how many points you use. So I, mean, I only had 2,000 points ready, so I'd go up and say, this is what I've got. Some people had to go, oh, well, all right, I'll have to take some stuff out then. Oh bless! Them. And some some people were actually prepared and had their lists written out, which was good. <laughs> yeah. uh, the only thing I found weird was it's using the scenarios from the Maelstrom of War from the 40k book. Huh. Okay. But yeah, using, okay. using objective cards that are custom to Heresy. That sounds very much like they're, Scandus. They're quite they're yeah, they're yeah. quite keen on the Maelstrom of War. It seems. Yeah, I think it's just to try and keep people on the level playing field. Yeah. So that every, every, uh, it's not about winning the throne of scores or who's got the biggest dick. It's just about playing games, having fun, scoring points. Uh, the points actually that you scored in your game didn't really make much of a difference to the points overall. It's good to hear. It was how much. Yeah, it's how many points you scored or your opponent scored you on it was how your army's themed, painted, based and any extras in the game 
and then you had at the end of the at the end of the event you picked your favorite game so you got for, for how many favorite game votes you got multiplied by how many uh, player points you got brought out your score okay so that's how that's how like uh, top top legionaries were picked and top throne of skulls player was picked okay that's good to see I mean that, that very much does sound like it's focusing on the army on the story on, on the feel of what you put yeah. out rather than uh, as you say who's got the biggest dick smashing list and you know who can make the most powerful combinations and therefore score the most maximum points and you know it's that's that's a very refreshing i mean I, i've I, I will be honest and say although i'm sure some people have better information than i do i've i've not heard that degree of involvement from uh, or involvement organization is that the right word i'm looking for narrative maybe or or just i don't know what type type of like event i think is probably the best way uh, uh, from yeah. sort of the gw sort of warhammer world team i don't know if it's a regular thing but that sounds that sounds pretty fluffy and i really like the sound of it yeah uh one of my friends was tabled in his game and his opponent asked the tos you know how many points do you get for tabling your opponent and they just said well none because you need to be on obje objectives <laughs> so even though he'd got tabled he still won the game on objective points awesome Absolutely awesome. Yeah, that's the right idea there. That's how yeah, you do absolutely. it. That, that is that's proper. That's proper organisation. I like that. Hey, I just kicked this guy's army off the list. How, how many points do I get? None. <laughs> Did you yeah. count any objectives? Uh, no. Well, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit happens. Sunshine. Read the event pack. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. One in four heresy. One in four. One in four gamers reads the event pack, and the other, the other three <laughs> out of four panic the night before about what the hell they're even gonna do the next day. Or maybe yeah. that's just me. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so what was what was the sort of format for throwing skulls? I mean, you talked about the 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 sort of army size, so two thousand, two and a half, or three k, depending on what you had and what your opponent put together that sort of thing but what was sort of the yeah. format for the day how many games were there and sort of how did it all work out on the first day there was three games on the second there was two so uh, on the, the first day doors open nine o'clock get registered yeah. uh, have some breakfast if you've got time the first game starts at ten o'clock so yeah. get in get registered uh they've already got the first pairings up on the board so you just look for your tag number find your table get your stuff out get on get it onto a tray and then just wait for the start of the game when your opponent turns up as i say discuss what you've got and then come 10 10 o'clock away you go it's i think it was two and a half hours each round that's pretty cool i mean was it was it with the with yeah. the rounds i mean themselves were they were they set in um, sort of like mission deployments, or was that random? How did that sort of, what were the sort of game mechanics in that way? When when you got to the table, uh, they, what they did was they had a massive foam dice. They gave it to one of the guys in the crowd, and he rolled it, and that's the mission they picked. Okay. <laughs> so it was it was basically dice of fate. one mission. For, yeah, it was one mission for everybody to play on. So. 
it's pretty good that way. That's pretty awesome. I like that dice, dice, a dice of fate kind of move. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, it's actually, I, I genuinely, I really like that. Actually, that's that's very very cool. Here, throw this gigantic dice from the crowd. What's it roll? Okay, you're all. Oh dear, sorry guys. <laughs> that also yeah. sounds like it could be just replace uh, all of the blast templates with it. Just have a giant dice and throw it at minis. <laughs> well, we've all seen the new deep striking rules uh, in that video, yeah, exactly. so yeah. Here's an extension. Just expand combat drop dice. Ah, oh, I like it. There's, there's something in that, Chris. There's definitely definitely a plan in there. Yeah. As long as it isn't with my miniatures, it's fine. <laughs> Hashtag not my minis. Um, so that sounds pretty cool. So you you rolled up for your first game. So yep. oh, actually, think about that before we go into the first game itself. What was your 2,000 points? Can you remember what your actual 2,000 points list was like? Yep. I've got Praetor, Cataphracty Armor, Digital, La- Digital Lasers, Mastercrafted Thunder Hammer, and Vigil Pattern Storm Shield. A Primus Medicaid, Cataphracty Armor, Vigil Pattern Storm Shield, and Solarite Power Gauntlet. <clears throat> Sorry, please continue. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, two Grav Cannon Rapiers, and then on its own, a Quad Bolter. Rapier. Uh, five man Terminator squad in Cataphracty armor, one chain fist, two power fist, and one Elastis assault cannon. Ouch. Then I've got a unit of 15 breaches, sergeant with multi, uh, melt bombs and artificer armor. Then I've got 10 breaches, again, sergeant with artificer armor and melt bombs. 10 man tactical squad, melt bombs, and a combi melter on the sergeant. Then I've Got Primus Lightning with two sets of Kraken Penetrator missiles, one set of electromagnetic storm charges, battle server to c- control ground track and auguries, and a Spartan with armored ceramite and flare shield. Now, the way I'd written out my list was so I could swap out the Lightning for the Derek Dio. Yeah. I made them so they were the same points, so I could switch them. See how I felt. So you were, were you actually able to switch units during? I mean, apart from the sort of points difference, were you able to actually switch units in and out during the games or between the games? Uh, I yeah, say. You, yeah, you were allowed to take multiple lists. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so you could try out different things. So you're not stuck with that one list the entire weekend. So if something wasn't working, you could drop it and stick something else in. Oh, I like it. That's pretty funky as well. I mean, it, it, again, it plays to the uh, the whole um, what you call it uh, live war zone where you know reinforcements come in, things go out. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So yeah, the Daredevil just had the uh, assault cannon batteries with the missile launcher, and I put armored ceramite on it just to make up the points. That's a pretty. That's a well, a very solid setup there. What was what was the plan with the list? I mean, did you have sort of like a uh, go in, kick everybody in the face, try and stand on objectives, or do you have sort of you know a, a plan with all the different parts sort of working in motion sort of thing? Mm, pretty much just smash and grab really. The two HQ choices went in the 15-man breacher squad in the Spartan, so I just drive that up the front, try and aim for the the, the opponent's HQ, and smash the crap out of them. But unfortunately, with him having a Thunderhammer striking last didn't always work out quite so well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if it was on initiative swing, not too bad. But otherwise, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, 
Vigil Storm Shield gives him a free, uh, free up in fun, but yeah, you're kind of risking it still. So I'm going to actually make another Praetor with a, a Paragon Blade instead of the Thunder Hammer. Yeah, that might be a good idea. Yeah. If nothing else, then you can have a variation with... If you want to play with a Thunder Hammer, you can play with a Thunder Hammer. If you want to play with the Paragon Blade, just play with the Paragon Blade. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah, split them up, whatever you need to do. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty legit... I mean, I know... Uh, I mean, it's... Po- it's uh, I know having a Paragon Blade on there, if, especially if you're doing, like, the um, the RFI build, as I like to call it, the uh, prayer tool with... Uh, uh, what is it? Thunder Hammer or Power Fist and the Paragon Blade, so you can actually mix them up if and when needed, which is pretty funky. Uh, yes, yeah, so put them in Terminator armor. Yeah, but they can't do that, can you? No, you can't, can you? Or can you? It's oh, uh, you can't can't get to close combat weapons. Power Fist. No, you can't swap out the bolt the bolter, can you? The combi bolter. The bolter just turns into from a combi bolter to a combi. Weapon, basically. Uh, yeah. Sad times. Oh well. Still. Power of this Still. Power artificer armor and power iron halo, and there you go. Um, yep. So yes, yeah, so you had the bang bus getting in everybody's face. Yep. And then the uh, the rest of the army was moving support or moving grab. Uh, moving grab the third EO state still, just in case there was a flyer coming on. But if uh, I knew there wasn't a flyer, I'd move them up. Uh, just a little bit, just to get in range a bit more. Very nice. So, and the the grav rapiers dishing out uh, grav templates, just to try and either glance some vehicles or crush some marines. Awesome. I mean, yeah, I've ne- I've played against grav. I've never actually used it in my own list, and I have to say, unfortunately. For the uh, for the people who were fighting me uh, fighting against me, they scattered their grav back onto themselves, and that was kind of hilarious. <laughs> um, and yes, they they kind of it, it was kind of like uh, you know uh, what is it legionnaire with uh, or or heavy support legionnaire with uh, oh, no what am I saying support squad with uh, grav guns sort of just went eh, crumple into the floor. Um, yeah. Like, oh dear. Oops, sorry. <laughs> not sorry. Mm. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's uh, that. That seems like a pretty pretty solid game plan. So, game one, you rock up, two thousand points, ready to go. Who was your first opponent on the on day one? It was a lad called Luke with his uh, Iron Warriors running ha- Hammer of Olympia. I'm loving it already. Yep. So, and it was. Ah, then. He had two box dreads and a leviathan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, th- thankfully, I, th- I think thankfully, they were foot slogging. Yeah. But even then, the leviathan still got in range to smash face, yeah. as it should do. Yeah, they are. They are nasty death machines, and that's why we all love them. Yep. And I think everybody has one. Or should have one. No. I have one. He's just being purposed for my uh, salamanders when I eventually get round to them. Ooh, lizard army. Very cool. Yep. Oh, we had a, a Sectrum battle, battle tank mm-hmm. and a Venator. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just in case you want to 
absolutely smash face. Yeah, if the dreadnoughts and the Leviathan weren't enough to be um, to be that guy, then you know that that yep. helps as well. Uh, he had three quad mortars with shatter shells. He didn't take aspects. Oh, he's not. Sorry, sorry, he's not doing it right then. No. <laughs> he did. He did have a siege breaker though. But he didn't, didn't take, take phosphex. Yeah. I'm sorry for for uh, content not found. <laughs> brain brain does not compute at this. <laughs> yeah. But okay, fair enough, fair enough. How I mean, uh, yeah. Did he have anything else in his list? Uh, that is command squad of breaches, hmm. and then two rhinos with tactical squads. Okay, so how did they sort of give us a give us a rundown of how game one went for you? Uh, badly. Okay, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Pull no blows, sir. Pull no blows. So, are yeah. we on, on a one to on a on a one to ten scale, or a ouch to a, oh god, I've gone and screwed the pooch. Um, h- how much of a pooch screw was it? All I'm thinking of is you know that pain scale that you get shown when you're in A and E. Yeah. And it's like one to ten of how much pain you're in. Yeah. It's probably an eight. Ow. Ow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I ended up pulling ab- the absolute worst Maelstrom cards, and it was always you know get objective marker six, which is in his deplo- uh, deployment zone, oh, or <laughs> yeah, or completely clear a two by two section of enemy units, and unfortunately one of those squares happened to have a better on it. Ooh. So you know, not not the best of card draws, but. I still gave it my all. I when he eventually popped my uh, Spartan with his Venator, I had to disembark and I just charged the Leviathan. But fuck it, that prick's coming towards me. I'm gonna smash him in the face, and then he promptly wiped out. Ow! Well, go big or go home. Gotta yep. gotta re- gotta go with that. I mean, there's there's no way you can't. But um, ow. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, I think is that is yeah, it's a fair it's a fair comment on that charge yeah. there. Um, I got I got to say straight off the bat though, straight off the bat, if you didn't have the Maelstrom cards, do you think it would have or weren't playing the Maelstrom or Warstar? Do you think it would have made a difference in the game? Hmm, I'm not too sure to be honest. Uh, he had a lot of heavy uh, armor and heavy support. Hmm. I'm so I think. Sorry, go on, man. Maybe, so yeah, uh, if the grav rapiers had been positioned differently, I might have been able to take out, you know, glance something to death with the uh, with the haywire hits. Mm. Could have taken maybe taken out quad mortars with it, or I could have uh, repositioned the quad bolters so it's straight in the face of the breacher command squad. Mm. I'm just interested because it's it's I, I can I can hear some shouts of oh no they've ruined it with Maelstrom, and <laughs> I'm just I'm just interested to see if you what your thought of it would be because I mean I've we've played Maelstrom style uh, games at last year's Scandus, and yeah. I very much faced a I think I faced a Mechanicum army, and have very much the same uh, experience that you did with the. Um, 
with the with the cards. <laughs> go and click on secure, secure objective. Oh, right, it's Thanatar standing that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or go, go, you know, slay the enemy warlord. Uh, Archmagos with three Myrmidons and... Oh, fuck. Okay, maybe not then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just when you feel the cards are against you. So I was just wondering if, the, if it was uh, how big an impact that might have had. But it sounds, it sounds like it was a pretty... You know, pretty decent game. Maybe you could have made a few tactical changes on deployment, like you're saying there. And even so, even with the Maelstrom cards, things could have could have potentially turned out differently. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool to hear. So, yeah. you uh, do you, do you did you have a score off that one? Did you get any sort of VP indications off that one at all, or? I scored nil. Okay. <laughs> and he scored at um, least one more. Twenty. Ow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think he ended up with the uh, secondary uh, objective as as well. So yeah. slay the warlord, line breaker, and first blood. Yeah, I, I would I, I would offer you offer you an, a flavored ice cream, but uh, to make that feel better, but it wouldn't really matter because it'd be going on your ass after yep. that particular game. Ow. I uh, every time I ask my friends what what should I do, yeah, going to the event, I always told them that I'll be taking my own lube. It's usually a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually a good plan. See, I'm, I'm a, this is how cool, how good of a you know a good of a gamer I am. How much of a cool dude I am. I brought my own loop. Yep. And obviously smiled in a slightly creepy way across the across the tabletop <laughs> and uh, see what happens there. Um, anyway, yeah. should just put in like a small gift bag. Hi, this is for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, some of the guys that went there, they had little gift boxes to give to their opponents. So it's little things that were themed to their army. That's pretty cool. Which is cool, yeah. Uh, I actually played against a guy who had a gift box, but we'll get on to that in a bit. Awesome. Um, but yeah, that, I was after seeing that idea, I was trying to rack my brains as to what I could get for Imperial Fists, and all I could think of was like a little box of Lego. <laughs> and That's trying, perfect. I mean, <laughs> trying to find any confectioners that makes little cat sweets <laughs> you could go for instead of lego you just put like some cat sand cat gravel in it <laughs> then have you build, build, assemble your own wall <laughs> oh i like that kit. There's, there's, yeah. there's, there's a hello there's a hello kitty reference that's going to come up at some point in this one uh, <laughs> but hell, i'm pretty sure there's hello kitty candy out there so you've got options i like yeah. it it's just obviously there needs to be a little scroll on the thing how many can you eat uh, but uh, that's, that's pretty cool, man. So, game one, not so good. Walking, walking like a bit of a cowboy. Um, you know, a bit bow-legged after that one. But what was what was game number two? How did that? What was that one? Who do you face? And uh, dare I ask how it went? It was a guy called Alex. He had Iron Warriors and Militia. Oh. Whereas more cults. Um, again, that was 2K. I actually used my lightning in this one. Hang on, you've gone up against two Iron Warrior lists in a row. Yep. Oh. Ah. See me much? Yeah. That's pretty that cool. One, yeah, it went slightly better. Yeah. Um, we had a bit of a discussion before the mission started as to which deployment we have to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was saying that we have to, we can roll for the for the deployment. And I was saying that, well, no, you use the one in the mission pack you know, that comes up on the mission sheet. So the mission was the the corners. 
Oh, the with the deploy the little uh, null deployment circle in the middle. Uh, no, the the one with the strip in the middle. Ah, okay. Going cog corner. Uh, Vanguard's Vanguard deployment Vanguard strike, I think it is. I think so. Yeah. I'm actually I've got the the rules up in front of me and I can't. There's nothing to say what deployment it's called. So yeah, I think it is Vanguard strike. Sadly, my my copy of the rule book and everything is on my iPad, which is all of like six inches away from me. So, um, <laughs> what whilst you do, I will I will I will studiously go and try and discover this deployment while uh, you tell us about your opponent's army in uh, in game number two. Uh, yeah, I think he had. I'm trying to remember exactly what he had. But he had. He was running uh, Castellan Forsog chart. Okay, so he's so bringing he had, some fortifications so, with him. Yeah, he just had a, a bastion that he plonked a ten-man squad of uh, last cannon heavy support in, which was standard heavy obviously. support, not havocs. Yeah, he didn't actually have any havocs. Mm, interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. Again, uh, a battery of quad mortars, but. With shatter shells again. Randomly. I'm getting worried about this lack of phosphex with these Iron Warrior players. I genuinely yeah, really am. Don't worry, the Death Guard player makes up for it later. Okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah. That was painful. I could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how did, uh, how did yeah, Game so... 2... How did game, let's not worry so much about the army list here. How did Game 2 work for you? Slightly better. Mm-hmm. Um, not having to worry about keeping the Dardio out of the way of any higher high strength low AP was beneficial to me because obviously it wasn't in the list. I'd swapped it for the Lightning. Yeah. That didn't come in until turn four, but it did exactly what I needed to do, which was take down that Bastion. Nice, cracking penetrators and. Yep. Fired all four at it. And one hit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like, I was waiting for the four hits, four destruction. Okay, one hit. <laughs> yep. One kill? Four shot, one hit, one kill. Blew it straight up. Epic. Yeah. That is that is a sort of that is a sort of hero moment that you you need to be putting kill counters on that lightning's uh on that lightning's carapace there and uh you know, definitely. This guy did it. This this guy's a fucking ace. <laughs> it was Vanguard Strike, by the way. We were right. Vanguard Strike. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, the Grav Rapiers were doing what exactly they needed to do, which was taking out militia troops. And then the Quad Rapier, just ripping through the militia as well, actually managed to score that objective, which is clear a 2x2 two two square. Hey, nice one. So, I got one victory point from that. It counts. At least. Yeah. It counts. Well, yeah. it's one more than your last game, right? Yeah. Which is... Chris. A bonus. <laughs> I was trying to see the positive in it. You see? Yeah, I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> That's why I'm checking you a check. <laughs> well, the interesting thing, um, obviously... Imperial Fists, you give your opponent the choice to either roll for uh, random game turns 
or you give them the choice of going to six full turns. Being that Iron Warriors also have the same rule, we rolled off to see who would choose. The first game went to my opponent, and we went for five turns, mm. and then again, the second game went to my opponent, and he chose for six turns. Oh, dear. So... That was interesting. <laughs> it was a uh, a little bit annoying that because he went first, he got the deployment and everything. When it came to turn six, we had fifteen minutes left. So oh. by the by the end of his turn, there was two minutes left on the clock. Oh. See, that's... Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I didn't get my turn six. How how big of an impact was that for you? Um, I don't really know if it would have made a lot of difference. But, obviously, it made some difference. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the overall score, wa- score was 19 to 3. Again, that was just him getting better cards than I was, and actually being sat on the objectives that he was pulling cards for. Yeah. So again, sort of cards coming into it. Yeah. So there's things like uh, a a few of the cards where if you if you sit on objectives that equal there's like six seven eight nine and ten hmm. so if you were sat on if you pulled the card for objectives that add up to ten if you were sat on four and six you got those points but if you were sat on if you pulled the card for uh, a total of six if you were sat on three and four you didn't get it because that would equal seven so we were thinking that maybe the card should have been worded differently that it would be seven, uh, six or more seven or more so you're not having to run away from objectives just to get that score to equalise yeah that really doesn't make sense that you have to if you were to have were to have the choice of yeah I'm not going to score this anyway so I'm going to abandon this objective that I fought to take and just see what happens yeah. That yes, sounds yeah. really backwards. Yeah. It really does. Or is that just me? I can't tell. Yeah. It came up a lot as the games went on of saying, yeah, we're not too sure how this should be. It should be worded. It should be that if you score six or more from the objectives... Yeah, that that's always a frustration yeah. when it's definitely not clear. Yeah, maybe it'll be something they they do for the next one. I hope so. I hope so. Um, it'd be as nice long as they take uh, take some words of feedback. For yeah, it and we, they just we, to take it to heart. Yeah, we all filled out feedback forms at the end of it. That's yeah, good. That's, so, as long as they don't do with with, with no, no disrespect meant to the feedback, as long as they don't do what they did with the uh, RFI cakes and just you know ignore what's actually written there 
Um, I thought you were going to say just eat them, ignore it. Well, I was going to go with eat them and ignore it, but um, I was like, well, you know, that just sounds a bit weird. But okay, yeah, there's a, maybe they'll just eat it and ignore it. You know, it's, it's their daily yeah. fibre intake. Ah, see, now this is where the problem. This is what Billy the intern actually does: is he consumes <laughs> the emails and therefore and then tries to actually get them out in the right order, which is why he has such a problem answering things right the second, the same second time. Unless he has to shit it out and go through it like some sort of bad paper shredder. Just a theory. <laughs> Just a theory, but, you know, it's starting to make sense in my head. Yeah, there we go. That That's a confirmed uh, theory. It's well, con- actually, that sounds like a system, and I'm pretty sure they don't have a system. That's true. Yeah. Damn it, Chris. Why do you, maybe they just... It's not so much of a system because they just, you know, they don't... I'm going with that. Move. Screw it. Don't don't step on my don't step on my good ideas here, man. You're trampling on my dreams. This is this is what Billy the intern's <laughs> been doing. Don't ruin it for me, man. Yeah. Good. I'm glad we had this talk. Yeah. <laughs> glad we had this talk. So, so you, you get, yeah. So you gave you gave the feedback in. So yeah, it does it does sound that like it's just a little bit wonky and then yeah. really make it. Just, yeah, it just doesn't sound like it, it was uh, overly well thought out on that one. To, to, to be clear enough uh, yeah. and avoid sort of questions and, and uh, issues and stuff. Again, was well, the game was it fun? Did you enjoy? You know, was it was it a, was it enjoyable uh, to actually play? Um, yeah, I mostly enjoyed it. I had his little niggles. Um, one of them I realised towards the end of the game was that he was putting his dead pile next, well, on top of his. Uh, quad motor batteries. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, so he had his quad motors in the very, very, very corner of his deployment. Uh-huh. And he wasn't keeping a, a neat pile of dead, of his dead models. Like I would take mine off and put them on my tray so it's easier to move later. He would put them on the corner of the tables. Oh. And obviously one of those corners was where his quad motors were, so I kept forgetting about them. Ah, okay. That that hopefully not intentionally gamey, but that does have sounds a... more like a bit of uh, gamer etiquette to the opponent. Yeah. Not yeah. Well, just it would be bear worse if you mind, had brought them on as reserves. <laughs> yeah. 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 Light, lightning came on, blew some shit up, flew off. That'll do me. Sounds pretty decent. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it a a deco, a nice deco. Definitely deserves one. I mean, yeah, yeah. one shotting, one shotting that uh, that fortification yeah. has to be. Has I to was, be given support. Some... I was most impressed when I managed to roll a six for the uh, building damage table. Was there a degree of whoop whoop? Hell's yeah. Yes, that was a uh, fuck your building. That fucking thing is gone now. It would be worse if you had rolled like a one, and it would just be like patched <laughs> paint. Yeah, just oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, oh, I don't know. I don't know what would be better or what would be worse: one hit and then then doing nothing, or four hits and doing nothing. I've got, you know, I would take the one hit, one shot, one kill over anything, of course. But um, oh, I don't know. It's just that there are so many possible moments with stuff like that, and yeah. you, you're making me really, really, really want to have a go with the lightning at some point. And yes, Chris, I realise you do have possibly one for sale, but you know. <laughs> It is extremely fun. Yeah. They're extremely good. They do have a tendency to 
come on, do what they need to do, and then die. Yep. But I, can, as, I can testify to that as well. <laughs> yeah, as long as you can bring them on and get them to do what they need to do. Well, that's uh, that's where I guess where the skill in using them is from. So, yeah. Uh, so, by the way, you said you had the, the storm bombs as well? Oh right? yeah, the electromagnetic storm, electromagnetic storm charges. Did you ever get to use them? Uh, I did in that game. Ooh. My opponent got confused because his uh, heavy support squad obviously disembarked from their building. I flew over them and my opponent said, well, are you going to move it off the table? No. Why? Because it's dropping the bomb. Oh. Cold. He's like, oh no, you just you just move it off the table, and you know it goes off into into reserves. No, 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 I'm, I'm I'm dropping a bomb. I need to do it in the movement phase. Yep. It did fucking nothing, but <laughs> it was it was more that I want to drop this fucking bomb. This is I've armed it. I need to do it. Love, love yeah. of God, I'm going to drop this on someone. <laughs> exactly. I think it it might have taken out one marine. But yeah, it's, it's it's more of a of a haywire hit than anything. So to be fair, that's yeah. probably that's probably the the the, shell, the bomb hitting the guy on the back of the head and knocking him out, <laughs> and him, like, yeah. him basically drowning in mud than the the effect of the actual weapon. <laughs> yeah, um, even though it's not knocked his power pack and shorted out his last cannon. Yeah, it's just blown up on it. It probably was actually. It's just like what wait what? Boom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everybody else going. We told him to clean the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. And now we've got sound effects, so we probably should move on to the next battle, perhaps. Oh, <laughs> fine. All right then. You sports. <laughs> yes. So, battle number three. What was battle? Number who? Three. Who was battle number three against? And that- this is coming up to the end of day one. Am I right? Yep. Oh, after game one, we had lunch. Mm-hmm. Did you brave? Did you brave Bugmans? Uh, no, we had uh, lunch. Was included in the ticket price oh. so we actually went into the staff canteen and had lunch in there oh oh very yeah. nice did you, did you nice. see any random random celebrities of, uh, of uh, gw fame just hanging out there and you know having their lunch and maybe their uh, slightly stale cheese roll or um i'm absolutely fucking awful at remembering names but the main guy who is on warhammer tv was there the chappy with the beard okay I, I'm, I'm useless with names as well, so it's all good. Yeah. Chris, come let's to the just rescue. Call him, let's just call him Chappie with the Beard. Chappie with the yeah, Beard. Yeah, Chappie with the Beard. <laughs> Hang on, that's, that's he me. Was that. he, <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say, Chappie with the Beard, kind of, uh, that covers a lot of people in the heresy. I was going to say it does, really, yeah, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was there. He was part of the events team. So he was actually involved in the event in, in and of itself? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Which is cool. Obviously, it wasn't. Uh, Duncan was in. Uh, was it Adepticon? Yep. Living yeah, Freddie. Freddie tried to grab him, but they didn't really. Well, I was, <laughs> was going to say Duncan was living out his dream, and he got to meet Freddie. I mean, you know, what more, <laughs> what more is there? Yeah, there's a, a beautiful picture of Freddie with Duncan. Yeah. And Duncan looks a little bit terrified. He does, which is just how Freddie likes them. Um, I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So you you had lunch in the staff canteen, being all highbrowed and and shiz, and you know feeling yep. feeling the gold, the 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 flow of uh, love from the GW 
GW team there. Um, yep. And then you sadly had to go back and, and face a second war and second Iron Warriors list. Uh, yep. Third time's a charm? Maybe a third Iron Warriors list? Nope, it was a Death Guard list. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Obstal Assault. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I could actually tell you exactly what he had in his list. Because, being the true gentleman player that he is, had them all nicely printed out on little, uh, oh. on his little, uh, little scrolls. Well done, that man. Yeah. He was one of the guys who had the little gift boxes. Ah, yes, you were saying, you mentioned this. Yeah. So it's a little, little wooden box with a laser etched acrylic panel on the top with the Death Guard symbol on it. Inside is a mag- magnetic Oath of Moment. Ooh. With some words from uh, Matarian. And then inside the box, a little envelope with a Death Guard wax seal, which is beautiful. I tried my hardest not to break it because I wanted to keep it intact, which thankfully I did. And then accompanying that, it was a, a coin with one side was symbol of the Emperor, the other side was symbol uh, Horus's symbol. So basically, you flick that coin instead of rolling dice to see who got first turn. Mm, nice. That's really nice. Then there was a, a lodge token from the Seven Pillared Lodge. Wow. Sweet. Some Death Guardy. Yeah. And then some really, really, really sour sweets. <laughs> well, it's better to have sour sweets than, like, Typhoid or diphtheria. <laughs> yeah, a little, little packet of anthrax. I, I, I was thinking more the fermented herring, to be fair. Yeah, that 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 wouldn't have gone down well either. But it's to be, be preferable to actually getting typhoid. Mm. Is it really? I mean, oh no, it really. No, isn't. I didn't think it was, Chris. You told me this often enough. It's probably not actually. <laughs> Oh dear. So okay. So you you had uh, some sour sweets to to suck on, some uh, rather cool little gifts to uh, dare I say ease the ease the pain. Uh, yeah, I think the, the overall experience was enjoyable because it was much more relaxed. I actually managed to get to sit down for this game because the entire game didn't exit my deployment area. Oh well, yes. Ah, yes. With it being orbital uh, assault, yeah, yeah. So, what was the army in, in all its glory? He had HQ, uh, his Praetor, his Cataphracti armor, digital lasers, his Paragon blade, the Barbaran Thribule, Thribule, and then he had a chaplain in Cataphracti armor. I think that was just standard. His elites was. Eight Terminators, three of Lightning Claws, five Chain Fists. It sounds like the sort of unit I put together. Yep. Yep. And they were all together in a Charybdis. Then two tactical squads in Drop Pods. Sergeants had Power Sires. Never leave home without them. Yep. Then two five man. Grave Warden units with five chain fists inside Dreadclaws. 
Ouch. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> I don't even know if ow is yep. the right word, but damn. <laughs> yep, that was my first game being tabled. Oh, yeah. Did I write that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, if you, if yeah, you, that was my first game being tabled. Yeah, if if you didn't need lube before, you definitely needed it then. Yeah. There's well, something worrying that you said there, the first game being tabled. Yeah, my first two games I either ran out of time or called after a set. I think we went full turns, so I still had something on the table. But uh, yeah, I got totally wiped out on that one. Ouch. Yep. His Charybdis came down and basically parked right in front of my Spartan so that I couldn't disembark out the front and couldn't move. Yeah. That, that's such a dick move. Yeah, I think that's just how <laughs> how it should be played, really. Yeah, of course, you can do it. So. Yeah. But it's still a dick move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Ever so slightly. Ever so yeah. more than ever. <laughs> I've had some absolutely beautiful Leroy Jenkins moments, where maybe the last tactical marine was left in a unit, and after running away and then rallying, he decided to charge into some terminators, and then promptly get stomped. Ouch. That seemed to be the running theme for the weekend. It, Leroy Jenkins of fuck it I'm going for it well if you, if you if if it's going that well for you you might as well go in I mean all or nothing yeah. at that point yeah uh, that game went on for six turns well we chose to go for six turns whilst I got tabled I think maybe turn four uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah. okay but you, you only managed to get 14 points that's a, that's a, that's an up from the last couple. Yeah, which I think was down to uh, all bar two of the objective markers being in my point. Well, sorry, all bar two of the objective markers being at the other end of the table. Oh, oh, that's cold. Mm. Yeah. That's seriously, yeah. Again, yeah. again, it it sounds like I was about to ask, does it would have made any difference if they were anywhere else? But I, unfortunately, I, I seriously get the feeling that with the list you faced, it wouldn't have mattered where the objectives were. No, nope. there would have been a serious amount of chain vesting and general nastiness that would have pretty much yeah. <laughs> wiped out the validity of that argument. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty. I think that that was the most brutal game I played. Yeah. But I think that's just down to, to it being Orbital Assault, the Charybdis and two Dread Claws. I have to say, I think that has to be the first time I've 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 heard of a uh, Orbital Assault list for um, for Death Guard. Not, I'm not saying that they don't exist, I'm not saying that people haven't played them before, it's just the first time I've heard of them. Um, yeah. And uh, it's pretty interesting that they've... Uh, that that one came up and it, it sounds pretty nasty. Uh, I mean, I've mm. I've got a friend who's putting together a, a list for the reaping at the moment, and that sounds generally painful. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, drop potting death guard. Yep. Yowzers. <clears throat> okay. I think that army actually won uh, best painted. Yeah. Overall, yeah. 
It was really beautifully painted. Really, really nice. Well, that's good to know. It's not. It's nice to see that sort of. Uh, I mean, it's always nice to see sort of high quality painting anyway. But uh, I don't yeah. know. I, I've played a couple of times against uh, armies that have picked up those sort of prizes. It's always like, ah, oh, I played against them. They may have pushed my shit in, but I got to play against them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So that's cool. So day one, not too many nightmares overnight. I hope. No, no. I I had a, a few drinks and managed. To sedate myself, so I was okay. Awesome. So a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, Irish uh, sleeping tonic, rather than Dutch yeah. courage. Uh, yep. So I stayed for the. I think they had curry on that night, so I stayed for that, and then stayed for the quiz. Nice. Now uh, that was that was really fun. Yeah. That was actually really fun. Managed to get onto the winning team at the end of it. Well. I say at the end of it, I was on the winning team. Obviously, I had general general knowledge. There's a couple of rounds, and then who said the line? And then one of the rounds was you have to write a pitch to Black Library. Ooh. So, following a certain theme, and said theme was the Missing Legions. Ooh, this sounds and interesting. Have, yeah. So do a little pitch about the missing legions was there anything controversial that came up um the obviously the judges decided on their favourite uh pitch Mm -hmm. uh in in first place was a uh my little pony legion (coughs) (laughs) yeah obviously obviously what what am I saying yes (laughs) yes magic magic is heresy yeah yeah okay Fair enough. Uh, now, we were sat for ages trying to rack our brains as to what we could put out. And had no fucking idea. And then I thought, what if it was a legion of squats? Ooh. Like, the Primark was a squat. And the guy who had the better idea of writing started writing. And it ended up as being a conversation between the Emperor and Malkador as to why all of the other Primarchs were perfect apart from this one that can't grow over four foot tall. So that's why he sent uh, the Tyranids to eat them, yep. basically. Well, he couldn't really... Sa- it, it, yeah, it's a bit hard to send Rust to sanction his... <laughs> sanction his quite literally little brother. It's like, yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine that the, the actual sanction order is just... just even where they've tried to write in for being abhumanly small they would be laughing so much it wouldn't be legible so it's just yeah. like hang on hang on no 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 let's just do it like this somebody go through some chemical chilli sauce or garlic sauce over them we'll attract some big nasty gribbly to eat them job done there we are there we go yeah sorted so there were well at least some kind of attainment basically on the on the first day yeah, I'm loving that. So, uh, the, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, they also had a round of uh, draw a mechanicum, a dark mechanicum lawnmower. Oh dear God! Right, okay. Yep. Can just take the one from Blood Bowl and put the tentacles on it. Oh, the death roll that would have been amazing. Uh, that's sort of the design that we came up with, actually. But the winning one, sort of, it basically looked like the human centipede. 
Yeah, yeah, um, no. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't even. I, I genuinely can't I even. Thought, I thought that was uh, the 40k guy, Cole. Belisarius Cole. He, basically, he looks like a bit like that. Uh, yeah, slightly. But with a robe. Yeah. Yeah, underneath is just more servitors sewn to the back of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, was there anything else going on? <laughs> was there anything else? That, could, yeah. Was there anything else that we need to worry about? Need to search for some mind bleach for? Um. No, that's about it. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. So Warhammer World closed. We all fucked off. Went to bed. Yeah. Next morning. Same again. Same old. Same Back old. Back at GW for now. Yeah. Awesome. So how was? What was game for? I mean, was it a case of? Oh dear God! Whatever it is, I'm hungover. I can I can handle this. Or uh... Uh, thankfully, I wasn't hungover. I I don't drink a lot, but well, if at all anymore, I went through a massive phase when I was younger and got over it. But I had a, a couple of drinks, a couple of beers, had my free pint from being on the winning team. Nice. Woke up nice and fresh. Uh, game four was against Custodies. Oh, I have a quite have, I have was... a question, very quick question. However, does your army have white trim to the bases? Yes, they awesome. do. I've just been looking at the pictures of them on. If you, uh, for for our listeners, if you go onto uh, Instagram and look up hashtag uh, Throne of Skulls, you will see Alice's army uh, actually hashtagged and showing up on there. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking awesome. Which is why I was asking. It's like, hey, I'm look. I'm sure this is his <laughs> army. I'm looking at it. I got to check. Yep. Anyway, sorry, you were saying custodies. Yeah, uh, custodies. Ah, oh, there was a. Uh, I think most of the the game was me admiring the Cody's because I hadn't seen them in the wild yet until that weekend. So actually being able to have a proper look at a fully painted custodies army was quite good for me. Um, I've got several sprues sat in a box waiting for the hype to die down so I can actually do one without jumping on the fucking bandwagon. There's a lot of bandwagoning right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I managed to get a... There is a picture of a size comparison to a Spartan and the uh, transport, the Custodes transport. And I've got to say, it's bigger than a Spartan. It's bigger than a Spartan. Yep. Yeah, I saw a comparison to... Uh, I think it was uh, a falchion. Yes. Basically as long, but not as wide, right? Yeah. I, I've seen somebody uh, take the... I think they're called pontoons. So basically take the, the grav... Oh, the grav side, side bits, yeah. Um, yeah, put it onto a glaive. Ooh. Oh, the tumor. Yeah, so yeah. someone... So, yeah. yeah, someone was working on that. Yeah. That was, that's a beautiful conversion. I just want to point out to our listeners, uh, if you go onto Instagram and look for hammer underscore and underscore fire, you will find Alistair's Instagram account. And you really need to go and take some take a look at something which now I know who made it, I can I can you know fanboy a little bit over. That's a fucking beautiful Derrido with the June crawler legs. That is <laughs> gorgeous. You. Um, and I have to say that because I have been coveting something along those lines for a Magos conversion that I'm planning, and this this is kind of something I've possibly planning to do with some Thanatar at some point as well. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I now know who I'm going to be legitimately ripping off. So yay! Um, <laughs> yes, you, 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 your your uh, should serve as a large piece of um, inspiration for my upcoming Thanatar when I get around to it in hashtag 2019. I'm sure. Um, so how much uh, the, the the look of the custards <laughs> distract you from uh, being pounded um, by custards? Well, was it a good enough a good enough anaesthetic? I think is the question. Yes, it, yes, it was. <laughs> it was. I will say it was my most enjoyable game because the guy was absolute. It was just fun all around. Um, even though I was getting my shit pushed in, it didn't feel like it. I think the 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 shiny goldness of the custodies slightly increased the amount of lube given. Was it so much uh, salty tears as as just a case of, oh dear, that hurts, but oh my word, you're shiny and beautiful. Yeah, that's understandable. That that you can kind of live yeah. with. Uh, Freddie will be happy with that. It was it was a very uh, third legion moment. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Just <laughs> the hashtag perfection. Um, yeah. So how did you fare against them then? Um. Considering they are the Emperor's dick kickers, not too badly. Uh, we eventually called the game when I only had a, a quad battery left. Well, uh, the, the quad bolter battery. Uh, only that carriage was remaining. So we called it there. Um, I managed to take out the two speeders. Nice. Uh, I took one of them out with the grav cannons first turn which I did a little cheer. So you should do. And that carriage is that carriage is going to get some kill stripes. Yeah, that's, that's very, 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 very fair, I think. Yep. Well earned. Uh, actually, my warlord trait for that one was where you could give D3 units deep strike. Oh, nice. Uh, Voidwalker. Um, no, not Voidwalker. Yeah, is it uh, Voidwalker? I think so. Possibly. Um, so I took one unit of breaches, my ten-man breaches, and put them into reserves on deep strike, and they actually did exactly what I needed them to do, which was deep strike onto an objective. Nice one. So some lucky uh, scattering roll, and some good positioning. Then they got promptly fucked and wiped out. Yeah. Ow. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, his army was one, two, three, four, five units of four custodies. There was, there was a mix of uh, shield, uh, sword and shield, and spears. Ooh. There was mm-hmm. the the very beautiful uh, shield dread. Yeah, the heavy sword one. Oh, yeah. See, this is this is seriously why I want to be able to do the the fear of the ancients style list with them. Oh, that'd be amazing! I know, right? See, I, I would wait until the heavy dreadnought comes out before doing that. Yeah. Yeah, the the, the custodes uh, dreadnought, basically. Yeah, I I, th- I. I don't think they wanted us to call it that, though. Yeah, that's pretty much what it looks like. It, I think it looks like a Iron Man suit. The Hulkbuster. I love it so much. Yeah, that's it's, it's well, it's, it's if you actually one. look at it, it's very much based on the. Um, 
the original Terminator design. The yes. Saturn 9 pattern. Yeah, Saturn 9 pattern. Yeah. Which is rather awesome. Mm. Uh, yeah, I got properly curb stomped by them, but it was a fun game. I don't think it's I don't think it's unfair to get I don't think it's too bad to say you got curb stomped by that because you know that happens basically that happens. Yeah. And uh, but but like I said, it was a fun game and that's usually what matters anyway. Yeah. If it yeah. were well, if you got curb stomped and had a horrible time, it would be way worse. <laughs> yeah. There was a, an awesome, awesome Leroy Jenkins moment where one squad of I think it was the, the spear custodes managed to wipe out all bar one marine, just a standard tactical marine. Then he ran away, rallied. Uh, my opponent actually left him alone for a turn so that he could fully regroup to charge. Uh, he furied for that turn that he didn't charge. Did nothing. No wounds. And then on the turn that he did charge, my opponent didn't overwatch but with him going at initiative 5 before my marine his custodian just basically went oh what the fuck's this fuck off stabbed it with a spear and it was dead mm. <laughs> so it's just like just hear this guy running up screaming behind him so, oh what the fuck alright oh, you fuck off <laughs> <laughs> go away damn it <laughs> yeah that was a, a proper Leroy Jenkins. That is, that is how Leroy should be done, you know. Absolutely, it really is. And you do, and you do miss all, miss all the shots you never take. So, yeah, it, it, it's a, I can't decide between it. I mean, Leroy Jenkins, which is uh, you know also known as Angron uh, in the 30k universe, or <laughs> or it's a, it's truly a. Well, what are we going to do? I don't know. Hold my beer. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you see what's coming at us? Hold my beer. Do you think yeah. you'll ever want this I've back again? This. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're good to drink it. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. So, yeah, I I promptly lost that game 18-2. to two. But that's still two points oh. up. Yep, that's still two points I got which can't complain about it's my first first event first tentative steps into heresy so oh yeah I mean there's, there's no, no one's judging for that I think it's awesome I mean it's really well done yeah um, there's no way of arguing that and uh, yeah have a look so uh, what about game five game five I did a grudge match against uh, Dan Porter from the Fat Cats in Leicester okay and what was Dan running? Uh, he was running Death Guard, the Reaping. Ooh. And he did it properly. He had a single quad with Phosphex. That royally fucked up my Marines. Yeah, they have a tendency to do that. Yep. <laughs> Laying down, was it four templates? Hitting four, four Marines each? Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, as it should do. Lots and lots and lots and lots of wounds. Choom, 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 choom. Oh, oh no, it should be um, cough, 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 cough. Dear God, this won't get off me. Help, dear God. Oh wait, why? Am I, why is my face melting? Oh look, it's yep. uh, it's 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 the the sort of last five minutes of Indiana Jones. 
and the Ra- Raiders yep. of the Lost Ark. Oh God, I'm and then yes, so perfect. Yep. So yeah, that was uh, that was the, probably the most painful game, mainly because he took up my Daradio first turn with his missile launcher squad. Okay. So he needed to score fives to glance, six to pens. Yep. He managed to roll four fives, four sixes. Oh, oh, Yahtzee! Uh, yep. And with only having a five of five of Invan, I promptly failed all four glances, and we didn't bother rolling to see if it exploded. No, 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 no. You yeah, there, there really wasn't a point. Yeah. <laughs> Any way, yeah. shape, or form. Uh-huh. Yep. Although. Uh, Dan did have some beautiful cloud smoke markers, you know, with the flickering lights and the cotton wool. Yeah. Oh, nice. So there should be a picture on my Instagram of the Daradio with the plume coming out the back of it. It was basically electric tea lights or something. Yeah. So the if if the Daradio got wrecked, I'd just sort of, because it's all magnetised, I'd break it down and sort of rest itself at an angle so it looked wrecked and then put the plume on the back of it and it looked quite nice I thought it was a really pretty picture of a, a wrecked idea it does look very cool actually yeah it does look very very cool and again with that uh, with that build that you've uh, put together uh, with the the, claw, the sort of dune crawler legs and everything it looks really awesome so yeah, I'm yeah. gonna try not to fanboy too hard, but it really is fucking awesome. <laughs> I do genu- genuinely love it. It's really, really good. Okay. Um that actually got quite a lot of attention over the weekend. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um interestingly, I need seven more like that. S- um, what? Yeah. For my armies on parade, I need seven more. Are you doing them all Daradeo or different combinations? All Daradeo. Wow. But diff- different um, armaments. Well, so fair enough. Yeah, I'm thinking three with the autocannon batteries, three with the last cannon, and two with the plasma. Damn. And then obviously all on the dual legs. Yeah, that's, that's going to be. Yeah. Awesome! I cannot please yep. for the love of God share some pictures of that when you get it when you do get there. So I'm very Definitely. much looking forward to seeing that. I really, yeah. really am. Oh, it's gonna be so good. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep the overall theme of the board a secret because I don't want to tell tell everybody what it's gonna be and then not do it. That's cool. So I'm keeping the actual theme secret, but I need seven videos for it. That's one hell of a theme, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, it does involve a Warhound Titan as well. Okay. Chaos well, Warhound Titan. Fair enough. That's going to be so cool. So, yeah. let's... The rest... Come on, keep over with the game. Yeah. The, yep, the rest of the game. Um, didn't do too well. Uh, his... Actually, my quad bolt battery did spec spectacularly against a squad of uh, Grave Wardens and all I can picture is this poor quad battery crew 
seeing these great grave ones coming towards them, lumbering towards them, and they're just got they've just got the fingers on the on the trigger constantly. Because every round of shooting, they managed to take out one. Hmm. They still got fucked up, but at least they took them with them. Nice. Sounds like uh, quite a bit of tenacity, if nothing else, too. Yeah, absolutely. The grave ones are absolutely brutal. If I think he upgraded them all to have the uh, grenade launcher. Nice. So they're, they're popping out three shots each, and he had a squad of five of them. Oh. Yep. And they, they managed to weather it quite nicely. Cool. So, oh, yeah. First turn he took with the Phosphax, he took out the Grav Rapiers as well. That was. that. I think that was a big uh, turning point as well, because not having that, not being able to at least glance. His land raiders made a big difference. Yeah, I can imagine. I really can. Good lord, that is. Yeah, that's that's going to have a big impact, and I can imagine that at that point it was even more of a more of a struggle. Yeah. Which sucks nuts, basically. Oh yeah. <laughs> if there's any other way of putting it. So failing that didn't do overall too badly just got tabled at the end of it but can't complain too much it was a good game it was a, an extremely tough list it's actually what uh, uh, Ryan Kimmel from the RFI wrote out for Dan because he's going on to the 30k channel ah okay so this was his 30k channel list outing Ah, well, it's good to get some some time some time with it before you put it out on there yeah. like that. Yeah, and that's well, that that is the key to sort of as many lists as possible is getting get them out there in the wild and get them uh, get them tried out and see what actually happens. But uh, yeah, ow, um, mm. facing some uh, facing something that's had uh, Mr. Kimmel um, yeah. take a yeah. look at it. Yeah, ow. <laughs> yep. Well done for well done for making it through that game, and and it sounds like you had a, de- a really decent opponent as well. So. Yeah, I've been uh, myself, myself and Dan are in the RFA RFI Patreon chat, so we've been chatting quite a lot through that, and it was just I mentioned about phone schools, he mentioned phone schools as well. We had to meet up, and that's how it sort of all all came together. We ended up having the grudge match because we wanted to make sure that at least the the last match we had was fun. Yeah, that's well, that's a good, that's a great thing. I mean, with, with stuff like that, I mean, it's always uh, it's always a, a good thing if um, you've got someone you can sort of hook up and you never know if it's going to be sort of like making the event, taking the taking the the stink off the event, or you know, just giving you a really cool way of winding out, but it's all—it's always good fun. And uh, yeah, I'm like personally, I mean, I've 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 done the grudge match thing, um, and it's it is a lot of fun, especially when the, you know, I think the more, more fun will be the again, sort of like the next time again when you'll get uh, different have different parameters maybe, and then you've got uh, 
you know, different arms to face against each other. It just adds adds an extra spin on it every single time. Yeah. So. So that was the end of game five. I lost sixteen to nil. Out. Yep. <clears throat> Purely because I didn't have anything. Well, all of my scoring stuff got taken out pretty soon, pretty quick. Yeah. Obviously, couldn't get onto any objectives to occupy. So yeah, that 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 pretty much pretty much a tactical and um, damn near literal beating taken there. Yep. Yep. No, that's uh, completely and utterly understandable. Um, yep. <laughs> don't don't want to go there again. But <laughs> overall impressions of the Throne of Skulls as an event. Throne of Skulls are. As an event, I really enjoyed it. I would absolutely recommend it to anybody who's getting into, or even if they've been into heresy for ages since it began, I'd definitely go to one. They're... Now, they say it's non-competitive, but obviously there is that competitive edge to it. But it's not basically rock, paper, scissors. You know, one, two, three. Okay, you win. Well, like the old, old sort of seventh uh, edition fantasy and basic current forty k of uh, yeah. I, I have this detachment and this this ally support and blah and blah and blah and then pow. Yeah. Yeah. No, that don't not not cool. Which is why it no. is cool that that's not how it came out and why well how uh, how you guys got to have some fun. So you most definitely go back. Most definitely do it again. Uh, would yeah, you absolutely. would you drag or recommend to or uh, to anybody who's listening to drag themselves over and get involved? Yes, yeah. Um, we actually had a couple of guys uh, watch the last game. Who was I think they were, they were from I think they were from not too far. I think they were from Denmark. I think so. Definitely, people coming from overseas. Absolutely recommend it. Uh, Warhammer World in itself is an amazing place the galleries that they've got the exhibition halls are stunning I could I could have spent all day in the exhibition halls just looking at all the different displays and all the different dioramas uh, I can guarantee that most of that would be looking at the massive display trying to find that assassin <laughs> that they've hidden on there that's uh, yeah. That is there's uh, what is it? There's a um, there's a prize to be won if you find it, isn't there? Yeah, you if you find the assassin, you win an assassin model. Oh, that's pretty cool. But uh, chatting to the the staff there, basically, I thought I found it. Showed one of the guys, and he's like, "No, it's just a a, a scout with a sniper rifle." No, oh, fuck it. it. <laughs> um, yeah, he said that it's tucked away. Like one of the recommendations people say is take a really good digital camera with a really good zoom, so you can actually look at all of the individual parts in such a, a small section. And he said that even that wouldn't have helped. Oh, that's just cheeky, that is. That yeah. also sounds way like way too much like work anyway. Yeah. Well, says... Then you really, really want to win the. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've I've never seen a display that makes a warlord look small. Oh, and there is one there. 
Yep, there is one. The obviously you've got the the massive bastion at the back of the display, and then at the front you've got all the open ground where all the the chaos uh, demons are flowing up the front gate. You've got several titans. And there's a warlord, an imperial warlord that looks dwarfed. Awesome. <laughs> it it just it button just looks lost. There's several, several reavers. There's even a a knight household surrounding the wall of Titan. It's really beautiful. I was thinking to go back a bit to talk about the value of the event. What was the cost of the event? From for the... it, it was uh, seventy pounds for the weekend, and that included mm. one or two meals. Uh, two meals, lunch on both days. That's yeah. not bad. And the meals were the meals were okay because we have heard. Yeah. Bit of varied <laughs> accounts. They were, uh, they were okay. They were. It was sort of your, your basic canteen food, but it wasn't defensive. It was edible. Nothing that would uh, nothing Enough. that would break break your insides or ru- or ruin the the gaming experience, giving you uh, <laughs> giving you the reason to run to the nearest facility every half an hour. But uh, no, not a five star, uh, not five star food. Either so, yeah. yeah. Sounds like decent money, a decent decent money for the event. I mean, did, one question I do have as well. Are we talking about value? Did you come out with a swag of any sort? Uh, do you mean from the event yeah, itself? Yeah, because I was going to say you've already said you got you got treated by one of the rather awesome, uh, other awesome participants. Yeah, uh, no, they didn't have a, a swag bag or anything. No swag. No, no swag oh. bag. You got the you get you get to keep the the Maelstrom cards because obviously they're printed out for the specific event. But yeah, no. I th- yeah, actually, yeah, I think a swag bag would have been nice. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, that's something that maybe they should be taking a bit of a lesson from is to uh, to uh, actually uh, sort that out and uh, yeah get that make that happen because you know it's it's one of the key things that's showing up more and more in the community events as well um, you know especially when you think about uh, ha- having talked to Freddie when we when we talk about our next uh, we do our next episode after before this one drops uh, will be all about yeah. the Adepticon uh, experience that he had and in uh, in Adepticon and well, Adepticon is is a, a thing on its own and the guys went to town with the uh, the swag bag from Stiff as well. So, you know, I yeah. think it'd be nice to see that step taken by GW at this point. Well, just look at uh, Lincoln and Scandus. Great swag, swag bag as well. This is true. This is true. Basically, what they need yeah. to do is employ Freddie and his um, contacts to uh, mm-hmm. make their make their uh, swag bags for them, and then everybody's going to be golden. I yeah. think is the the option there, for sure. Uh, but then, of course, that would you know we'll have to see if they would uh, even consider doing that. So, mm. Chris, is there anything more you wanted to sort of ask Alistair about the event itself? No, I just wanted to know if it was good and it was value for money, and it seems to be the case. So yeah. So, have you got any sort of closing thoughts on it yourself, Alistair? I mean, is there anything you'd like to sort of comment on it as a whole or anything in that respect? Um, maybe changing the missions. Um, 
maybe if they'd have used the missions out of the Red Book, out of the Heresy Book, rather than the Maelstrom missions, keep it more in, in line with the Heresy theme. Yeah. But I, I can understand that they're trying to keep it as a level playing field for everybody. But it just didn't fit the theme right. No. I, I can see how I can see how you get there. I mean, it's uh, it's a bit of a shame when you've got such a when you've got a, an event that primarily styles itself around heresy, to then not be using the full extent of the heresy gaming that exists feels a bit bit wrong to me. Um, yeah. Uh, but and if you if you're investing the sort of money into a heresy army, then um, I wouldn't be surprised if people are investing that money into the books as well. So, um, hmm. yeah. Yeah. She'll have to... Um, have to give Billy the intern that feedback. Yeah. So, uh, one one thing that they did, they did do just before the award ceremony was... Well, two things they did. One was announce the next Heresy event... Ooh. Which is I'm trying to remember the name because I can't Google it. It was uh, something to do with the Sigilite. It's a campaign weekend. Okay, let's see if we can. Chris, could, uh, any chance that you can uh, use some Google Foo here, dude? You can hear that. I can see. You can see. So they announced they announced the upcoming next episode, the next uh, event. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, now, as of time of recording, it's all sold out. Boo. But yay. But boo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's that uh, bittersweet. Uh, yeah. It's good for good for community, bad for oneself, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they. Uh, there it is. The word of the sigilite. Right. Awesome. It's until sold out on twenty third and twenty to twenty fifth of June. Yep. Or. They actually gave out the Shadow uh, event War. pack for that. The event pack is on the Warhammer World website. Yep. Uh, we got... Uh, basically, we got advanced... Uh, warning for it. So we got got the event pack into us, and they told us that we can get tickets. I think it was on the Sunday night, after they put up all the results and everything, so... You will not have to not need to worry about the ally chart at that event at least. Mm. It says so on page one at the event. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, a it's a four-player team event. Yeah. So your your ticket covers your four persons. So it works out at fifty pound a person. So so there will be that lovely combination of army then when you have a thousand suns and space wolves fighting side by side. Mm. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm, I'm hoping most people will try and stick to you know oh, we're, we're just loyalists and those guys are just traitors so we need two more loyalists you, you don't sound to be holding I, out much hope there in your voice <laughs> no. I tried to find uh, if anybody needed another loyalist but most people were either asking their own friends or were fully had a full team and then the ticket sold out so I'd, I'd missed that boat oh, sad times man but it, yeah, again, bittersweet because it would have meant that I'd have to absolutely knuckle down and get another 2,000 points uh, written out and 
painted because it's you need two 1,000 point lists, uh, a 2,000 point, and a three to 4,000 point list. Wow. But on the other hand, you, you can you, note that you can use the same units in each army. So. Yeah, which is good. very useful. Because you don't have to bring separate lists. Because yeah. you need around about, you, what, 8,000 points? You, yeah. Yeah. Um, you do the the two one thousand lists do need to be different because they are played as one game. So one of the scenarios is your first thousand point list is on the table, sort of penned down, and then your second thousand point list comes in to reinforce and extract. Mm-hmm. That's nice and themey. I yep. really like the it's, sound of that. Yeah, the whole campaign. The whole weekend is. Uh, yeah. Is I like. I like the, that you will be playing a single spells and a team of four as well. Yeah. That's very. Um, it's not. Is it Adepticon that does that, or there's one? I think it's the Adepticon 40k um, track that has the four four team uh, thing along those lines. Or am I wrong? I can't remember. I swear it's something along those lines. Um, yeah, I think Adepticon do the mega battle, don't they? Yeah, they do. I think it's more the 40k that they do the the sort of big team event. But I, I, again, I really, yeah. really like the. Uh, um, I really like the way it's going with that. Huh? Mm. Yeah. And then they have the lovely conversion and proxies rules. My armies are still out. <laughs> yeah, there is that. So it's half of my arm, um, half of my army, even though it's co- it's uh, built from GW models. They're still. Even though all of mine is built from Fortress resin, mostly. Well, mostly. There's some other bits, but eh, they wouldn't be allowed. It's sad. So yeah, that was the the first thing they did before the award ceremony. The second thing they did was announce that the last Resin Thunderhawk was on the Dan Ford world. Oh yeah, I saw that uh, little note on I don't know which website it was. Uh, no. Battle, bu- Battle Bunnies, because they oh, were yeah, there. Yeah, they had, had it up. So, now, uh, I did my shopping on the Friday when I arrived there. If I hadn't, and if I'd have known that the last Thunderhawk was on sale, I would have got it there and then. Yeah. Well, I say let's put it like this: the mold was quite bad as it was. So it's probably yeah. not the best quality Thunderhawk, but it's the last one. Yeah. And there's something to say about owning the last Thunderhawk. Absolutely. Uh, the last of the current resin ones, at least. Yes. This is also true. They did say the last, the last Forge World resin Thunderhawk. That was his wording. That's very specific. Mm. So uh, read into that what you wish. Thickens. I think I think the community has already. <laughs> yeah, I think it has at high speed. I, I think I think Battle Bunnies had it had it up within half an hour of him saying that. It obviously furiously typed on his phone to put up a blog. Does. And there was yeah. sev- several photographs quickly mm. since that. Yeah. But, they, uh, the battle bunnies I, I like, just always do good stuff. They're always they're they're always on top of the game. Yeah. Um, also, interestingly, I later found out that if I'd have given my wife a quick phone call, she would have uh, lent me the money to get no. it. 
yeah. Sorry, I there's just... a full Charlton Heston end of Planet of the Apes <laughs> on the knees going, no! It could yeah. just be the usual that they say that because they know that you can't really oh, you change like, it. Oh, I'd have given you the money for that and everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's just cold. No, no, she, she genuinely would have transferred the money over that's and, uh, that's awesome that's a keeper <laughs> yeah that's a keeper it, you know marry her twice <laughs> just to be sure well technically I have to um a little bit of a, a personal history but we had a, a hand fasting ah, wedding very nice it's obviously a, a pagan yeah. tradition and we have yet to have a registry wedding oh double wedding double ah. wedding ah. so that's going to yeah, be fun yeah you're so awesome I marry. I can marry you twice Absolutely. Oh, she oh, actually, um, she actually proposed to me. Ooh. In, on both occasions. Wow. Check that out. Forward thinking and everything. <laughs> yeah. That that yeah. Apparently you're the keeper. So uh, yeah. She yeah. she didn't want to let you get away. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Ah oh, well. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> it is nice. Back to back 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 to back, toy. back to toy soldiers. Yeah. Good enough. There's lovey dovey adult adult stuff of awesomeness. Yeah. That's very cool, man. Um, they had the uh, Karaknos assault tank on display in the in the Forge World shop, which is very beautiful. Not if you look it from the behind. Look from behind. Oh. Yes, um, I was just listening to uh, episode thirty before coming on here. <laughs> so the, 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 yeah, so the, there, there might be a slight amount of bitterness on Christmas part of that, <laughs> just a touch. Want to know something even more hilarious about those lightning guns? What? They wobble. They wobble. They, they wobble. Yeah, they're they're not glued solid in position. You can actually like. Yeah, like, they're they're like proper sponsors, right? Imposable. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, the in the the guy who got it got it out the cabinet actually like flicked the sp- the the cannons so they they rocked. <laughs> so they are fully fully loose. Yeah, but that's really nice because then you could post them so they can fire over the hull. Yeah. Which means their sponsor rule is meaningless. Oh, Christopher. No, but it's it's nice. Then I can fire them both in the same direction. That's actually a very legitimate point. Left, right, the left yeah. of the tank. <laughs> so, I've just got this image of you leaving. You go, fuck you, fuck you, and you over there, all the way back there, <laughs> gangster style. Pew, pew. Fuck you, man. <laughs> and, the, and then I could just put uh, small, small hands on the lightning guns. Yeah, little like Because every, every man loves small hands. No, wait, what? No, just, just, okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> let's not get into the American presidency. Oh, politics! All right, let's definitely stay away from that. So, yeah. Any shout-outs before we round this out? Are there any shout-outs you want to make for my friend? Because you've uh, come on. You've been, like I said, you're our first listener guest spot. You got in touch with us. We got it going. This is how it happens. Are there any shout-outs you want to make to uh, well to anybody? Um, first shout-out is to Adam Kirby Jones. He is the one who actually got me fully into Heresy. Obviously, I, I saw the, the kits coming out and was a bit dubious about them. And then after chatting to him, I uh, met him through a friend, chatting to him. He helped me write out my first list and helped me write out the list for Throne of Skulls. So got to give him some credit for me getting my shit pushed in 
So <laughs> that was beautiful, man. <laughs> yeah. So first shout out to him. A second is to Dan Porter from the Leicester Fast Leicester Fat Cats group. He uh he was my last game of the day. And my he actually got my my player vote for that one. Oh. And I say he's going on to the 30k channel. I think this weekend. I think I believe. Sweet. At the time of recording. So, his group is awesome. They, they're fully into heresy. I think it, um, they're not too far from Peterborough, which is where David Brains resides and plays. So he's got his ties in there. Nice. And they're generally overall nice bloke. Very cool. So the t- the two men re- relatively well responsible for you getting into this glorious hobby of ours. Yep. In, in, in other words, it's their fault. They made you do it. Yep. So, cool. Good man. Good men. Well done. Fully approved. Um, yeah, just one more. A quick shout out to my wife for obviously putting up with my absolute shit. Um, and fair play to her. She's actually starting to play herself. Really? That's, yep. that's so cool. For, I managed to coerce her into a bit of 40k and then she actually wanted to start playing Age of Sigma because she loves the uh, Silver Neff which are the Buddha um, and I decided in a, a mad fit of adoration adorate yeah that's yeah that'll do um, <laughs> I'll cover it I, I, yeah, I decided to buy and build and I'm getting round to painting nearly 3,000 points of death card for her damn that's love um, basically I just showed her a picture of the 18 Primarchs and said pick one and she chose Matarian so she's got taste okay, what can I say that's uh, a good way Athenius starting an army hell, yeah. hell I, I approve that's how I decided to do Iron Warriors I just <laughs> went fuck yeah <laughs> I need yeah. that model in my life you should, you should have just done uh, like I did then and started planning an, an extension to my Mechanicum with uh, Silvaneth models. Yeah. The large, larger tree ones. Would be perfect as a Castellux. If you just put some wiring in them. Ah, yeah. But don't tell her that because then you will have to build it, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> See, the... I've actually bought her a ticket for an event in October as well. Ooh, very cool. So that'll be her first event. Is that one of the uh, one of the ones at Warhammer World or a local event or? Uh, it's not local. It's down south in Cardiff. Oh, Firestorm. It's, uh, Ruination. Yeah, Firestorm. Fair. But it's the weekend for my birthday, so that's how I managed to twist her arm on. Ah, when's that? Uh, my birthday is the 18th of October. The weekend before it is the. 13th and 14th. Ah, damn it, wrong weekend. Uh, my, my my little brother is getting married on the 20th of October, and I'm going to be flying uh-huh. over for that. So, uh, yeah, that's. That, I think I think my employer might just cry a little bit at me taking <laughs> 10 days off to uh, to come over and play. Yeah. You know, for me, it'd be great coming over and playing Heresy, but uh, I think he might cry a little bit if I took that long off work. Um, yeah. You you should have just said that. Oh, don't you want a romantic autumn trip to Stockholm? So, hang on, are you talking to me about my boss, or are you talking to uh, Alistair about his wife? I'm a little confused here, Chris. If you, if you if you and your boss want to go on a romantic weekend to Stockholm, it's not 
my problems, but I was uh, <laughs> thinking thought that could just t- take his uh, wife on a trip in the first weekend of uh, October, but then might not end, st- stay married if he did. I don't see why not. That's the weekend. I don't see why not. A <laughs> nice romantic trip to Stockholm, and he'll have a Death Guard army. What are you worried about? Yeah. I sh- he, would, he would also have to paint up uh, 500 points more for her, because it's a three and a half thousand yeah. point event. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's something I could shoehorn into the list. I've got plenty of Bane blades. Uh, yeah, I, I've actually got three Bane blades and a shadow sword in the box somewhere. Mm. Perfect. <clears throat> Sorry, that, that, the, I apologise for that noise. That was that's my loves of the, <laughs> the uh, Bane blade chassis. Um, I'm going to openly admit I am a hobby hoarder. Oh, aren't we all? Aren't oh. we all? No, no worries. I still have unopened blisters from when I went to Brighton when I was 15, and that's 16 years ago. Jeez, yeah. That's <laughs> impressive. I'm not that bad, yeah. but uh, yeah, I've still got uh, somewhere knocking around. I've still got the uh, a, an original um, Imperial Noble from Warhammer Quest in blister, oh, knocking wow. around in my uh, knocking around in my collection somewhere, and you know that's one of my favourite models ever. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah anyway so some shout outs and uh, as you say shout out to your lovely wife who uh, is getting into the hobby and we, you never know what we might just have to have her on and uh, have a chat with her about mm-hmm. that which would be pretty freaking cool um, so yeah. I think unless there's anything else Chris is there anything else you want to add? Uh, not really is there anything from you man? Uh, no, that's everything for Perfect. me. Perfect. Well, if that's the case, then I think we're going to wrap on up this segment. It's been a nice little two-hour chat about hobby and about the Throne of Skulls and getting to know Alistair and his local gaming scene. And just a little shout-out to everybody who is listening. Wherever you are in the globe, if you've got a local heresy scene and you want to talk heresy, get in touch with us at theverangianheresy at gmail.com. Say what you'd like to come on and talk about, and we will have you on, and we will talk about it, because if it's heresy, it's what we want to talk about. And if it's uh, embarrassing stories that are related to heresy, that's just as much fun, and whatever else under that big umbrella. So... Um, just one oh thing. Dear. No puppy stories. Oh, God, no. Of the kinds no, that wasn't pu- in no, no, puppy gate does not get repeated, ever. No. No, no. If if there's a if there's no, a story about no. a cute puppy that survives, fine. <laughs> a cute puppy that roundhouse kicks a gator in the face, I'm good with that. But other than that, nope, no puppy gate. Hell's no. Yep. No, no puppy gate. No, 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 no. So on that no, sober no. note, thank you very much, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I, I we're going to play on out to a tune, and we will come back with our wrap up. So we'll be right back after this tune. <laughs> Alone, narrow 
streets of cobblestone Neath the halo of a history lamp I turn my color to the cold and damp When my eyes were stemmed by the flash of a neon light That split the Touch the sound of silence And in the naked light I saw Ten thousand people, maybe Thank you there to Alistair for uh, coming on to the show, for suggesting coming on to the show and being our first listener guest spot. And it was absolute bundle of fun talking to you, mate. Uh, again, still absolutely loving the uh, the Derrideo conversion. And at some point, uh, using his normal currency meme, uh, Christopher and I will discuss the uh, the cost of uh, getting some Onager June Crawler legs from him. At some point, and I, I know one million dollars. Well, I'll work on it. I'll, I'll get there eventually, Chris. We'll, we'll make it happen. You mean we should just start a tab? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Start a tab and. Uh, don't you already have that? No, I don't have a thing. Is I don't have a tab with Freddy. He has my soul. Um, it's ah, a difference. That's true. It's not really a tab. It's just more an internal, um, internal damnation on my part. 
And we're I can, having I can a problem. That. We're having a problem going into those automatic opening doors at stores. Yet. Yeah, I do. That's why I've got my kids. You know, that's why I'm really happy my kids are with me. Or I just sort of stand out and run in. Wait for someone. As, yeah, yeah. Literally, it's 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 a tactic. You sort of you sort of develop the timing really quickly. Um, but it's good. It's good. It works really well. Uh, just standing outside, checking your phone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've got this whole casual, distracted, you know, uh, not doing anything look pretty much down now. Um, but uh, yeah, then, then quickly dart in. So it's all good. Anyway, let's, uh, let's again, thank you, Alice. I really appreciate it, dude. And uh, let's hop straight into our wrap up. So first up off the bat is the Global Heresy Campaign, which is running through Oz30K and facebook and that's the uh, second gullock war and chris do you want to just give us a few details about what's what's happening still this month or where are we this month well we are at uh, the sevastopol station which is the, a large system of stations that guards basically the mandeville point in the system cool that makes that so it's basically the first thing people see when they get there and last thing people see when they leave so it's like one of those signs that thanks for coming, uh, great to see you, thanks all for coming, kind of thing. Yeah, if you don't have all your pap papers in order, we will obliterate you from the sky or space. That's, you know the usual. That's that's a nice, warm, and you know, kind yeah. of imperial welcoming. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, currently the loyalist planet influence is nine, and the traitor planet influence is eleven. Go so traitors! Yeah. So if the loyalist wants to win this one, they need to step up. Yeah, they seriously need to pull their finger out of their collective uh, gullamans and get on with it. Yeah, and we could also say like suggested games are uh, Son Mortalis games for boarding actions. And uh, allow, and the sheer vastness of the station allows for sedem games of any type you can imagine, as well as some weapon batteries, control, control of docking ports, fighting across the exterior of the station, even ship-to-ship -ship boarding actions make for great battles in the sector. Okay. Maybe even ship battles represented by games of Battlefield Gothic, as a suggestion. Very Regular nice. games can still be played during this phase, representing battles taking place in massive cargo holds or up on the many micro-dwarf planets nearby that are used as muster stations for incoming fleets and forces. Very nice. So this is Jake over at uh, the Covenant of Fire running this. Uh, Jake, the man, the man with the sexiest late-night voice I've ever heard. Yeah, the, the, the dreamiest voice there is, really, the that, latest episode. That man could read a car manual and still make it sound sexy and enjoyable so you know go over listen to our brother out there on the uh, the covenant fire podcast you'll see what it's all about the uh, Sevastopol station oh it's absolutely beautiful so go out there give do you do your ears a favor let, let them listen to this man's voice and uh, you will you will thank yourself for it uh, so that and is... play, play, play some games and report them. Yeah, well, that was yep. going to be my next point. Uh, uh, once you've obviously treated your ears, you go out and treat your armies and play some games and kick ass. And by the sounds of it, the uh, the loyalists really need some help. So uh, either go out there as a loyalist and try and win some games, or go out there as a traitor and try and give them some sort of uh, incentive to. Um, what am I saying? Just kick their freaking asses up and down the up and down the schoolyard. Who cares and if they're losing? Yeah. We want them to lose. And if you're um, just going to to an event or something, you could always report them for the for the caswell. Any game that you can report through Oz 30 k is is countable and it helps. So yep. every little bit helps. I know. I'm, uh, I'm doing my part. Yeah, I'm doing my part. Are you? Would you like to know more? Um, yeah. So get out there and do some good uh, because it is needed. 
Um, so that is that. And then what have we got also, up next? Oh, also, God. brain bugs. Brain bugs are clearly a part of 40k, not 30k. Yeah, okay. Well, Pharos, eh, you know. It still took 10,000 years or so to get there. But they're already there. Isn't that the, the real spin on it all? No. No, okay, fair enough. I don't know. I'm just I'm just guessing here. Um, so let's move on and let's start talking about uh, well our friends MKA Studios and they are going out to Oz and this year they're doing a, another uh, charity event for Soldier On, which is uh, absolutely awesome and we're all behind them doing that because it's a great charity, a great reason to uh, get out there and raise some money because it's supporting uh, veterans and. Uh, we we very much back that. And, yeah, and uh, it's the follow up of the Alpha Legion raffle last year. And just like just like our raffle uh, for Deshane, it's uh, go big or go home again. Um, and you think you could do better than a, a an actual Alpha Legion army painted by the MKA team? Well, you, you can, as you can win for the measly price of uh, ten Aussie dollars um, per ticket. You can win yourself a Sokar Patent Stormbird, painted to your legion of choice, or colour scheme of choice. And that'll be done in full consultation with the MKA team, with Matt and uh, and the boys there. And awesome. Such a great price. I mean, that That is also why it won't be painted beforehand, because it will be your legion if yeah. you win it. Yeah, because the guys are not psychic. Uh, <laughs> and they do need to make sure that everything gets sorted properly. But the the work will be amazing. It'll be it's such a prize. I just... You might even say it will be perfect. Ah, it could it could be perfection. I might already be toasting my winning the raffle right now. They'll be doing... Don't you don't you have to organize the event and run a podcast in Australia too? Well, that's kind of isn't that yeah oh shit that is a bit of a prerequisite oh we're screwed then <laughs> that was what happened last time it was, as, it was as long as as long as the money goes to charity who cares exactly yeah. as long as it goes to the right place nobody worries which is the awesome part about it so that is uh, coming up and we've got the um, we've got the link to the event and the raffle tickets and everything again in the show notes so please make an effort to go and have a look at that and Ten Aussie dollars is probably the price of a packet of crisps somewhere, or um, something else, which you can most definitely spare, and put yourself in a chance to win a very, very cool prize. So don't, don't ignore it. It's, it's, it's like uh, two IKEA hot dogs or some shit. So definitely donate. Yep, get in there, the, and put the money in it. I mean, the worst thing that happens is you don't win, but. There's still money to charity. Yeah, yeah, somebody else wins, which is the important part. And we're not talking about the models here. So, let's move on from that. And we're on to the first of our events. So, uh, Chris, what is the first one on our event calendar that we've got to uh, let our listeners know about right now? And that's the Syrian Folly that uh, Gens of Red Northern Harris is running in Örebro on the 6th of May. So, it's two weeks, two weeks on. Two weeks from now, yeah. Yeah, and it's a thousand points... Uh, event and there are 12 spots opened and uh, they all of the Age of Darkness sports orgs are allowed except for Leviathan but on the other hand it is uh, a thousand point event so taking a Lord of, uh, Leviathan list would be quite cheesy 
and, and and depending on what you're facing, quite easy to beat. Well, you could take like a Macarius, and then it would be like <laughs> super easy to beat. Or if you're gonna be, or just to take uh, a unit of uh, Minotaurs and have a minimum range of twenty-four inches. There you go. Which is which is yeah. yeah. But I'm going, so I will report back. Jens is writing some info info upon the Facebook page for it, and yeah, it will be interesting to play at that size limit for regular games. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be good to see what Uh, comes of it. Oh, 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 fuck! I wish I could go, but I'm out in the forest uh, playing teacher. Yay! Yay! And I'm 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 working, so sadly I can't be there as well. But you live live like five hours drive from there. That's still Jens. It's still Northern Heresy. It's still a Heresy event. I would make enough. drive if I could. And you could crash at my place. Exactly. So. No, there's no mountain too high. <laughs> right. I'm going to no Well, to be fair, given given your car, depending on which way you drive, you probably wouldn't make it over a certain. Hilly bit. Don't you dare diss the Spartan. Don't you diss well, the Spartan. You, you, you basically need to start accelerating in Lund. That could make be it done. Over. That could be done. Don't you dare diss the Spartan, though, man. That's 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 cruel. <laughs> that's that's you know. You weren't there, man. You weren't. You just no. The Spartan. Ha- the Spartan is I've immortal. Se- I've, se- I've seen it. I've seen the car. It was the it was the chariot for the, for the MKA course. It was our chariot. Um. <laughs> You know, had its yep. own assault ramp and everything. No, before you say anything, Wasn't the that door just the door falling off. off. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it was not the door falling off, god damn it. The door stayed on. The boot, however. <laughs> Did the floor fall off? No, no, that would have been the escape hatch. Um, <laughs> so, moving on. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, an event, on. there's an event in Malmö. Yeah. It's more like a May. it's more like a rhino than a Spartan than it's the it's the Spartan. I thought it was more of a an orc truck. Hey, fuck you guys. We, we said we we're going to try and make this a pleasant episode, and already you're banging onto me. God damn it! Right, okay. To be fair, we are we are in the outro, so it doesn't really matter. We have been pleasant most of it, yeah. I think. Screw you guys. So, Avari I6. Avari I6. Yeah, 13th to 14th of May. It's a two-day team event. Get in, sign up, get your places sorted. It's going to be awesome. Uh, sadly, I can't make it due to work commitments, but I believe, Freddie, you're talking about being there? Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying desperately to negotiate uh, with my over-commander, my overlord, uh, who may or may not be super happy that I have attended, like, non-stop one month of constant drinking and gaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not talking about your commanding officer at the base uh, at work, are we? <laughs> no, well, he, he's equally not happy, but... Yeah. You know. You're talking about the more important commander-in-chief there. Yeah. 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 Well, the one that controls my cash, the other one controls uh, Reed Fulton. <laughs> so, yeah, you've got to work a few things out if you can be there. But if you can, yeah. it will be awesome. So we're hoping to be there, okay. and nothing else. I will, uh, I will endeavour to pop along and try and say hello. And, and buy uh, me a meter of beer. Buy you a meter of beer. Yeah, I think you've got a meter of beer on, t- on account from the filthy first and only, uh, which should keep you going for the next God knows how many events down here in, uh, in <laughs> inland. <laughs> I think you're golden there, Freddie. Um, so that is that, and then we've got Circle City Heresy, Brothers in Blood again. That's on. Uh, 
Well, the, the weekend of the 13th of May seems to be a pretty damn uh, busy one for Heresy, because not only, have, just seeing this now, have we got Avari I-6 on the 13th and 14th, we have Circle City Heresy, the Brothers in Blood event, like I just mentioned, and we have the London Heresy, which is organised by Greg Dan, if I remember rightly. Yep, Imperial Truth. Yeah, Imperial Truth. Um, so, you know, that's uh, going to be a big event, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing about that and how that all played out. So if you're one of our listeners and you're going to that event, uh, get in touch if you want to talk about it when you come back, because it would be pretty awesome to hear about it. Um, what else have we got going on there? Um, well, I think after that, it's it's our our next event in the uh, Varangian Heresy event series, which is uh, Lincoln. And um, I don't think we need to go into too much detail about Lincoln right now, because we have talked about it quite a bit. But, uh, Freddie, you've been uh, slowly releasing some rather uh, specific information for Lincoln. Yeah, yeah the character series are progressing still. Uh, I'm one character behind my release schedule, but I'll endeavor to sort that out this week. Uh, two out of three missions are up. The third mission I'm kind of keeping under wraps for a bit until we're getting closer to the event. And that's that's about it. But it's going to be a blast. Yep, so take that. And we have, we are announcing a second, or a, a second, we're announcing a new event in the Vrangian Heresy event series. And yeah, the car event. The car, the car event, yes. The event that was designed on the in the back of a car. Um, so tell us about that one, Freddie, because again, this is this uh, is your baby. It is the Hagvarian betrayal, which is going to be run at the same venue that we run Scandis, and it's uh, going to be a team event because uh, we kind of thought that, well, you know, we we already talked along. Uh, uh, heaps about running a team event and I know like the Varii boys jumped on a team event just now which is you know the one that we just shouted out but we thought that you know we wanted a team event and I've always already been skissing on a plan for a team event and we talked through my plans in the car while we were driving back from the MK course and we were like what the fuck and then we checked up uh, can we rent uh, the place where we run scanners for, for the weekend for midsummer because that seems to be the most optimal weekend, and we got a green light from the from the uh, from the defense force that we can run it. So we decided, like, like fuck yeah, let's do a team event. Yeah. So we're doing the Hagvarian betrayal, which is a team event, loyalists versus traitors, team of two player each, uh, heaps of rules. The players pack is up on the uh, web page. It is uh, what's the weekend before midsummer? I can't remember. Seventeenth and eighteenth yeah, of June, of June. Uh, and it's going to be a blast. So if you want to come and have drink some beers, we're we're going to toss on a barbecue in the in like after the game on the Saturday, and there will be beer on the premises. There will be other alcohol on the premises, and there will be heaps of games and dice rolling, and it's going to be fun as fuck. Yep, and it's nice to see that the uh, the barbecue is playing a theme there, because obviously you were influenced from. Uh, being down at Farm Shack there when you when you were driving back and thinking about it, well we've got to have an event and we need to have barbecue, so it's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, well it's during summer and I love to barbecue, so this is true. It's it's basically either herring or barbecue in Sweden during the summer. Yeah, which yeah. is why all sane sane people barbecue because herring. Ugh. 
No. Well, I'm going to barbecue some herrings for you, man. <laughs> love you too mate love you too <laughs> so let's move on from there after that we have uh, Warzone Houston the Houston Heresy and that's the 15th of July at the Houston Marriott in uh, West Chase I think is the address yep. we'll yep. have more information but again once you hear any of these names go onto Facebook throw them into Facebook search and you'll probably come up with the event information anyway so don't panic. Do you have any do you have any information about that, Freddie? Or just want to meet uh, up? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm actually thinking about having Colin coming on the show and talking about it uh, once we get close to the event. But besides, uh, just do like you said, search it on Facebook and you'll get all the details. Uh, it's like if you're in Houston or if you want to go to Houston or if you're you know, in America, obviously, or if you're overseas and you want to go to America, you should definitely check it out because it's going to be like it. Super good. Yeah. And then after that, 12th to the 13th of August, we have now what is now part three of the Raging Heresy event series. That's the Scorpius Interaction, which will be the now second event featuring team action. Uh, although this is, an, is, is not an exclusive team event, it is going to feature on day two, which will be a whole lot of fun. It, it, it's kind of like a comp between Lincoln and the Hungarian because it contains the best of both worlds. Yeah. So it's uh, it's more of a, a culmination of awesome than a compromise, I think is the right way of putting that. That's true. And, and it was so so many other things going on at that event. It, it's it's more like it is like the epitome of all all our events put together. It's like a, it's more like a, a massive super mega gaming hobby event. Yeah, because there will be heaps of side things going on. There will be like uh, some side tables specific where you can win different prizes while the event is going on and stuff and. And there will be some other stuff that you might want to talk about, Jody. Yeah, I might want to talk about that. There is uh, definitely going to be more of a, I don't want to say convention, but I think you are right with the, this sort of gaming, hobbying feel, uh, for sure. It's going to be more of more of an of uh, more of an event, so much as a as a gaming thing, because we're going to try our best to throw on some real uh, razzle dazzle out there. But one thing we are doing, and one thing we we wanted to do for a little while, is we are going to be running a painting competition. Um, we'll be running three categories, possibly four, but def definitely three, and that'll be, uh, we're looking at the coolest single mini, coolest squad, and coolest vehicle. Um, I think we might throw in uh, coolest diorama as well. Uh, we need to just work out the details on that. And what yeah. we'll do is we'll post all the details up, not only on the uh, the actual event itself, but on the uh, in the part of the players pack on the Facebook page and everything, all the details there. And we just want to sort of push push something, sort of make try and make a some sort of painting event going on as well as the the gaming. And it's it's going to be the coolest thing. So rather than focusing so much on the uh, on the best painted, I guess that's kind of the you know it's it's not Golden Demon, but it's out there to make it the coolest thing. And it's heresy related, so it has to be heresy. There won't be any um, anything that doesn't fit the heresy fluff line in any way, shape, or form. In that, that there will be those sort of those sort of restrictions on on the on the categories. But other than that, it's just go all out and have a whole lot of fun producing some really cool painted minis. Um, so yeah, that, that's where we are right now. We're working out some of the details. We're uh, talking to a couple of our friends and seeing what we can put together. Again, there will be prizes. Uh, there will be some fun prizes specifically related to painting and whatever else we can, uh, you know, cajole, steal, borrow, 
wrangle out of people um, as prize support as well. And like Freddie said, it's all going to tie in. It's all going to be part of the the whole event and the whole feeling. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what we can do with this one. So yeah, yeah. that's what we're going to be doing out there. So uh, yeah, the Scorpius Insurrection is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So Chris, what have we got after Scorpius, mate? What's what's next on the list there? Uh, that's the Horse Heresy at the Nova Open event in the, in the last weekend of August, I guess. Yeah, August 31st to December 3rd. That's uh, was it not quite Washington, but not quite Washington, I think. <laughs> that's true. It's the same guys that are running the Adepticon uh, 30k, and like where we shouted out on our last episode, like. Uh, those boys, they fucking know how to run the event. So definitely, if you have time and you, if you can make it, just go there. And you will definitely not regret it. And I do believe you will get the chance to uh, bump into Michael and Ryan from the uh, from Radio Freest Fan. Because I know Michael sadly couldn't make Adepticon this year due to work commitments. So he's gone all out and is making his appearance at, uh, at the Nova, at the Nova Open. And uh, you can always find. We will probably be able to find Ryan in uh, a painting class or two, if you want to yeah. bump into him and make him mess up his painting. Yeah, and that reminds me, we need to uh, we need to be getting him over here at some point, and uh, you know maybe we get him in the the next MKA course that we run over here. So uh, oh yeah, they're coming back. Have no fear. We're going to be doing that as well. But that's completely diverging from the uh, from the actual event wrap up, which is what we're talking about in the first place. So, uh, yeah, uh, Heresy at the Nova Open. It's going to be baller, so I can't wait to uh, to hear back from that as well. So what else have we got after that, Chris? Take take us out to the end of the end of the, end of our list there, Chris. Well, there's the Tarsus 4 event, the taking of uh, Nervia Levensium. Yeah. I really should sit closer to the screen when I'm reading this. Good help. And, and it's on the, the weekend, the 23rd to 24th of September, and isn't that event full, I think? I believe it's sold out within a record amount of time. Yeah. So, yes. It really did. But it's uh, the Dino 5-2 guys running it. Yeah, which means it's going to be awesome. And, uh, yeah, probably. Gonna, I'm pretty sure they did a pretty decent event the last time, from what I hear. And, yeah, uh, fuck yeah. You haven't and signed you, up for this one, have you, Freddy? No, no, I, I haven't. Like, uh, I may be overseas. Doing you may be doing other things that we can't, you know. Every time Talk you mention it. that, some somehow the recording gets corrupted, and I do wonder about it. So. See, it's happening again. I don't know, but yeah, we, we, we won't talk about it just because we want to save the quality of the audio for our listeners, so it's all good. Um, but yes, we will, be, uh, we will be looking forward to all the reports of all these events coming up. And then... The last one, the big one, the event to end all events this year, which is uh, the big, the bigger the better. The bigger the better. The bigger the hard, the bigger they are, the harder they fall down and you know blow up on a D table, um, and that is Scandus. Fuck yeah. October seventh so... to eighth, two thousand seventeen. Are we? A, is the event full yet? Are we on a reserve list uh, already? What are we? I, I, I think it's full. I'm not sure. I have a look. If it's not full, it's fucking damn close to being full. Yeah. Because last time I looked, it was like maybe one spot left or some shit. Currently, there's uh, 43 going and an 18 interested for your, for your event. Well, 
There's only forty spots. Yep. So it's a little oversold already. Awesome. I guess it's full. Okay. There are some. There are some international people that will come over for it. Just one of them has to tell his wife. I'm not gonna mention who, but might be be on the road to Terra podcast. Okay. Yeah, that's the point. And and we are expecting some international. Uh, attendees to Scorpius as well, so we shall see how that plays out. Yep. No, no, well, <laughs> anyway, Scandus is full, so everyone know. And uh, well, oh, I don't know. Well, we'll probably have to look into. I, I, I should have a list of who uh, kind of signed up when, so I know it needs to go be put on the reserve list and not. But yeah. Yeah. If, if you are worried, you send us a PM. Yeah. That you might be one of the three that is like the three too many. <laughs> yeah, just get in touch. There will be a reserve list because inevitably life does happen. So um, yeah. it's good to good to have a reserve list, and then we will obviously oh, oh, get a contact. All I can say now, like in every single event I had, everyone that's been on the reserve list has always got a spot. So yeah, and forty players is going to be it is going to be big. It's going to be a whole lot of fun there. We're going to have so much fun with that event. I just can't wait. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. So I think right now, uh, that's the end of our list. Unless you guys have got anything else to add, I think we can pretty much roll it up into a ball and say it's done. You guys got anything you want to add? No, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy? Well, we can just mention the, uh, a true and certain fact is you can't veto titan legions no you cannot veto a titan legion and i think on on that thought uh it's fair to say that it's going to be a good night for me and me and me and remember guys treat life like 30k be angron in the streets be fulgrim in the sheets and try not to lose your head this is the Varangian heresy podcast signing off oh,